good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Fame. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition, a live stream edition of Blow It Splits, along with my friend Kyle, or at Kyle J. Smith. Uh, Kyle, what's up, man? Hey, Joe. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed their 4th of July weekend. Um, I know you as a, as a teacher, and especially that it's summer, you definitely, um, I'm sure, enjoyed yourself and had some hot dogs and burgers, so I hope everybody else enjoyed themselves. Um, I was not able to. I had to work, but I'll enjoy myself a little bit, bit the next couple of days because I'll, I'll count it as 4th of July weekend for me right now. Um, but with that being said, we have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, talking Moses, we're talking helmets, we're talking a little bit of flight 2021, we're talking uh, Donald's team versus Wilson's team, talking biggest uh, battles going into camp, we're talking a ton of uh, topics. And then I think we officially decided, Kyle, that the 19th of July, July 19th, two weeks from today, we're doing another live stream. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is going to be the superlatives. And that is going to be, um, I forget what else, superlatives and like, and like, stat predictions and stuff like that so if anybody wants any funny superlatives we're already doing like fastest and i think the last time we did this we did like we did like we did like ugliest on the team you're like oh what about the best looking guy and then you brought up like something i'm telling you okay let's uh let's, let's steer away from this i forget who it was but i think uh at that point we brought up vlad ducas i think that that's, that's how long ago that was Ooh, yeah um, yeah that was funny yeah it'll be more of a lighthearted show so it should be should be fun you know like people are uh trying to scrounge for topics to talk about at this point of the year. But when you're like Joe Blewett and you've dug into freaking special teamers film, like nobody else is doing, you still have a lot of shit to talk about, which we have tonight, but yeah, two weeks from now, probably be a little bit more lighthearted than our, our past shows have been. So that should be fun though. So still tune in two weeks. from Yeah. 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 Two, two weeks, same time. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so I'm so glad like July is pretty much empty for me now because I've already recorded every single review you're gonna watch. Um, but they will sign a corner. It's 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 gonna happen. I there's not this is not the end of it. So and then preseason comes and then Carolina comes and then we're uh, at MetLife for week two. So uh, I'm really excited to hit some of those games. Obviously, Carolina is gonna be. I think that's gonna be like 65, 35 percent. Um, obviously in favor of the Panthers, but that game's gonna be wild. Uh, I think it's going to be that much Jets fans. I think there's going to be a lot of Jets fans there. I, I've never, other than Buffalo, have I ever been to another away Jets game? I don't think so. And that's weak. We don't, we don't, well, hopefully I'm trying to get a little better. Uh, but we don't, we don't strike me as like a fan base that travels really well. I know week one fan Dude. bases are souped up, but at the same time, Carolina's fan base is going to be souped up. And Buffalo and, and, 2015, there's a lot there um indianapolis there was a lot there tennessee not really um but at that point i think donald was injured as like josh mccown playing so who wants to really watch that but um for some of the games i would say i would say 50 50 you know it depends on the game you go to but i think this year new coach new quarterback new excitement be a little bit different than adam gase you know week one uh people might be a little bit more excited i don't know if i can speak for all jets fans just a tad that one person out there who are not as excited as you were with adam gase then uh, you should probably check into some type of me- uh, medical facility for mental health. Uh, what is up, Eagle? What's up, Max? What's up, uh, Brendan? 
or Brandon. Brandon, Brendan. Uh, Eccles? Graham. Graham why, why did Graham Eagle call me Ryan Fitzpatrick? Did he? Do you look like Ryan Fitzpatrick now? I mean, because we both have a beard. Come on. Ryan, yeah, that's that's come on, Eagle. You're better than that. Uh, he also changed. He also changed his uh, his logo on his thing. So Kyle J Smith on Twitter. You can follow him there. The most generic one on Twitter. You can follow me, Joe RB31. Uh, Kyle, let's first get into, and we're gonna do this quick. So you did this kind of last time too. Um, since our last show, you've had a month. Um, I know you've watched a good amount of my reviews, and you've done your own work too. All uh, of them. Let's yeah. Let's run through some of your quick updated thoughts. Like I said, we're gonna get into that. Um, first, some p- more people will join. They've already heard that a little bit, but we're going to recap that. Then we're going to get to Moses and a, and a bunch of other things. Like I said, we're going to bring up the 2017 Jets roster and see how it compares to what the surrounding Wilson with. We're going to talk about our wide receiver group versus the league, um, both what would you rather have for this year and kind of mix in what would you have, rather have going forward. I think going forward, the Jets are going to be pretty high on that list, um, to be completely honest. D-line versus the league, uh, all that stuff. So uh, let's hit some of their updated thoughts again, like you said. Um, a lot of shows run out of stuff to talk about because a five minute YouTube highlight isn't really much to go on about a player. But, uh, when you get into an hour, you know, two hours of of film on some guys, um, there's a lot more to discuss. So, um, who do you want to start with? Um, um, well, just a little quick thought though. I mean, the more I watched and really kind of like really just like some of these players for the roles that they fit. So like, let's start with someone like Vinny Curry, for example, just because like, that's a really under the radar signing. I don't, I don't even know what numbers they gave him. It wasn't anything big. It's not like they signed him on the first, the first couple of weeks or whatever, but like, he's going to fit like a very specific role for this team. And he's going to be like, like, so my overall thoughts is just like the jets are going to be really competitive this year. Like, yeah, it's, it's not saying that they're going to go deep in the playoffs or anything, but like, you know, you're still seeing a lot of people say like, oh, well, the Jets have, you know, like the 30th roster in the league. It's it's tough for me to say when I don't know every other team's roster top to bottom, but I could just say this, like after, you know, watching this team as closely as I have over the past however many years and watching football as closely as I have, and mm-hmm. then watching all these players like like they have some players on this team, like, and they got a lot of guys that fit specific roles and good like, observation. <laughs> they do. Uh, they have like 90 something, right? <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is like, you know, in, in previous years, like they just had like a, like a, a bunch of Jags who were just like, you know, wouldn't even make a lot of NFL, ro- a lot of other NFL rosters, but you know, like now, like, you know, like they're really going to have some like good competition going like, they're really stacked. I mean, well, I may be exaggerating now, like, and there's the fandom coming in saying like, they're really stacked, but like, you know, you were saying something like in one of your reviews that you think like 10 defensive linemen can make the team. And it's like, well, they got like 10 ish guys that have like, you know, like a decent skill set. Um, so let's, let's start with talking about Curry, for example. And, you know, I don't know when I watched Blair earlier today um, and the two of them, in terms of what they excel at most kept popping in my mind. And I kept seeing like a similarity. Like they're both, they're both very good at winning with a bull rush. Like they're both mm-hmm. very powerful. Um, and like Curry, like whether it PFF numbers or not, like he, he's a player like who consistently wins. Like he, he doesn't have a wide range of moves that he's going to win with, but 
even if you know he's going to bull you and you prepare for it, he still beats guys. And one of the differences that I see, and I, I was curious to get your thoughts on this, um, like the difference between him and Blair is Blair might be straight up more powerful than him, especially in the run game. Like he's really good at setting the mm-hmm. edge, but Curry's still better at winning with a bull rush. And I think that's because he's better with the counters off of the bull rush. Like for example, Curry, like he'll hit the bull rush and then like, he's good with like resetting his hands, getting under and you forking you or, Oh, I mean bull. And then like, okay, you kind of are anchoring down after the bull. Now I'm going to give you an arm over. He's better than that with Blair in that regard. Would you yeah, agree with that? Re- yeah. Refitting and kind of re-leveraging his body versus Blair who kind of just ducks his head and just drives his yeah. feet. Um, and neither of yeah, them are benders. They're both. No, they're, they're both. They both have like that awkward, like top heavy kind of high hipped body. Um, yeah. But overall it's, you know, Curry, Curry for the pass rush and, and Blair just for his, massive power on the edge like that guy is a absolute bull like wait until you watch that show he's freaking strong like he's excited he's very, he's very strong man yeah and, and that's that's the one that's overlooked i, I think that's yeah let's talk about that for a moment blair from and by the way i voted for very vinnie curry in your poll i, I like that player and i always kind of have a little bit and my older brother likes him too um we were we were watching him when he was coming out of college and we're like because both of our teams really needed an edge guy and we're like yeah we can maybe vinnie curry in the second round would probably be good and he he did have a nice career for himself um i was this is another thought that came to my mind when thinking about blair um i know he's got the injury and stuff but i was thinking about comparing him to to jordan jenkins um and while Jenkins, someone like Jenkins definitely has like a wider variety of moves that mm-hmm. he has one with, I think like straight up from the bull rush perspective, Blair is better than him in that regard. I think he's stronger than Jenkins. Yeah. And then I wanted to talk about like, so it's like straight up, like Jenkins was disappointing last year. And I'm talking like just straight from setting the edge, which a guy like that, I mean, mm-hmm. like primarily is not a, a pass rusher. Like you're mostly have him for his ability to set the edge. I think Blair is definitely better than Jenkins from what I've seen. And that's from what I've seen, which is your review. I watched every snap of Jenkins in his career. So it's, you know, a much bigger sample size than I'm comparing from for Jenkins. But I, I I did not see Jenkins move guys like that. Like your very first play in that review, which I I don't believe has been released yet for people. I'm being a, a friend of blue and a contributor to jet sets x factor i get some of this stuff a little early <laughs> i think it was your first play like he's blowing dudes off the line of oh okay you're gonna continue that sentence <laughs> continue <laughs> Wait, what did you think i was gonna say oh, i just thought you're gonna end it with blowing dudes <laughs> it's like whoa, whoa. <laughs> there's some times i catch myself on on like on like doing i'm like oh he you know hump, he humped him real good i'm like oh maybe i should but i don't I, cut I, I don't know about i don't know about other people but i'm not even thinking about some of those things that you i and, and then when you bring it up i'm like now yeah. you're making me think about it joe yeah i don't know if it's the i'm not where i'm gonna go through the plays and stuff um go i'll go to the chat real quick uh because there's a decent amount of people commenting uh eagles talking about the nets and islanders i'm not an islanders fan so uh that's okay um brandon i i he said grams we can call him grams but it's it's Menos. Romanos, uh, Mike, what's up? Mike, hey, he said, wish you and Kyle could do twice a month. I really enjoy the show. Well, we're doing it twice this month, so that's a positive. Uh, July nineteenth, catch us, catch us there. By the way, I did not shout out that Kyle's um, 
Zach Wilson shirt, which he never bought anything of, of Sam Darnold. So that's a positive. And uh, we, we have the Zach Wilson to the Elijah Moore connection. I had to buy the black uh, single digit receiver. Just, I just had to do it. Somebody asked a question about our biggest concerns. We're going to go over that later. If you do watch um, the entire stream, John Hassel, uh, I see Andrew Golden's in here. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, shout out your Twitter on there, Andrew. He's a contributor for Jets X Factor, uh, Oklahoma Drill Podcast. Make sure you check out that. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff in here that I cannot. Don't sip on Tyler Croft. I said it in our review, uh, in my review, that he is the best tight end on the Jets roster, which isn't really saying a lot. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about him too. Yeah, backup quarterback. Uh, we're going to talk about Joe Nelson. I haven't seen that name in here um, before, um, but welcome if this is your first time. Also, I don't know if this means something else in, Ger- in Germany. I don't know if it, what it means for you, Kyle, but how I read his name is Schlong. And when I think of Schlong, <laughs> I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's something else. You said, uh, greetings from Germany. Uh, greetings to you again. I, that might mean something else for you, for you guys, but. Joe, you watched too much Beavis and Butthead back in the day. Dude, Schlong. It's just like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so continuing on, uh, is there anything else you want to hit on with, with Blair? Um, or is there, um, other players you want to move on to? Uh, I, again, this is just, we're not, we're not, we're not killing these topics. We just want to do updated thoughts. Um, because we did hit these guys quite a bit, but in terms of actually watching them at Kyle, the last time we did a stream to preface, it was kind of saying he didn't really know. He didn't want to watch them. And, uh, I think we've admitted many times in the past, we don't like to give opinions on guys we haven't really watched. So, uh, is there anybody else you want to, you want to, uh, well, if we're just talking about Blair for a moment, <laughs> This is going to sound arrogant, but whatever. Because um, I'm in no way comparing myself to him in terms of like how good or talented. We, but like Blair's skill set kind of reminds me of myself as like a player. Like, <laughs> all right. Like he tested really poorly at the combine. I was looking at his numbers as I was watching his film. And like he's strong, like he's got long arms and he, he was good on the bench, but that was about it. And like I would test poor, I would run a poor 40, I would do horrible in the three cone. I know that for sure. Um, but like he he has such violent hands. And like yeah. that's that's even though like I wasn't like a big dude for my position, I always won like with like really violent hands and like strong hand placement and stuff. And this play. like I, I, another thing that he he he's pretty bad at, and I know you had something later on in your review about this, and I, I can't remember if it was like it was like an end around or something like that. Um like oh. he's he's aware like he sees the end yeah. around coming he just doesn't have the athleticism to get to the guy in space that's and what i'm worried about with sherwood too by the way yeah so like it it, it just kind of like reminded me of myself a little bit and with like strengths and weaknesses even though that sounds really arrogant but um yeah and and the jordan jenkins comparison i take it more of like those kids who like aren't really good at basketball it's like i'm a really good defender though <laughs> so maybe maybe that's where we're kind of leaning to with this um we should play uh, basketball sometime Shlong said it's just a nickname with no meaning. I don't know who gave you that nickname, but maybe they had a meaning that you didn't know about, but I would, I would be careful with your Google search, but maybe, maybe Google uh, what Shlong means. Um, hey, uh, Eagle said Beavis and Butthead is coming back on TV. Yeah. I never really watched I, it. I, um, I heard Mike judge on Rogan's podcast. I don't know how many months ago. And he said that they're making like a new movie or something. Um, Dude, you didn't watch people. Well, you're a little, a little bit, I watched it a little bit, but not, not, it was lot. pretty funny to be honest. Like it was like dumb. Like, like if you watch South park, like South park is like really subversive, like Beavis and butthead is, but like South parks, like has like some good jokes and like makes you think Beavis and butthead is just like dumb, really low IQ humor, yeah. but sometimes it's funny. 
Um, so everybody who watches Beavis and Butthead has low IQ. Um, moving on. <laughs> um, Kay Delgado, is Isaiah done the next Revis? I'll talk about him a little bit. We have up some updated thoughts from Kyle, I'm sure, on him. Uh, Jets kicker, we do not know. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, okay, moving on. Who else do you have updated thoughts who you want to um, Well, I got, I got thoughts on all of them. So, like, we'll, we'll, we'll run through all of them. Um, so we'll do some lightning rounds. Pull up, um, can, we, can you pull up can you pull up um play eight of Vinnie Curry if oh Jesus I like it I like that you could that you do this though I, you know what you were talking about in one of your reviews and you're like Kyle Smith's gonna ask me to pull it up so I was like yeah I should do that more often dude if you write it down on cool because that at times in our other live streams like oh you remember that play where you kind of, I'm like dude I had 87 plays of that game. I know that's a good thing that you you number them I was like because it makes it easier for me to just like okay just yeah. look at the number yeah so like this is an example of like him like refitting so like mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot more of this on his film like with like in terms of like counters and just like little nuances and stuff but like where Blair just might run in there like as a, like a bat out of hell and like a battering ram. If they anchor down, he's not really going to get that counter up. Exactly. Whereas yeah. Curry, so Curry and, and Curry's older. Uh, I, I, how old is Blair? Like what? Blair's oh, like what? But I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to. 27, so, 28. Yeah. So maybe by the time Blair's, you know, his age, he'll, he'll start to refine his game a little bit more. But anyway, um, just talking about that's like one of the differences I see, I, I see between those two, but I I'm, I was, and as a guy who really loves like um, trench play, I, I was very um, thrilled watching both of their films. I mean, you know, guys on cheap contracts who, you know, show some upside. So even if you lose a player, like, so some people might be sad that we lost Jordan Jenkins. And like, when they see that he didn't even get a big contract from the Texans, like, Oh, I didn't re- resign him. Well, honestly, you might be getting an upgrade for even a cheaper deal, to be truthful, you know, is, is my thoughts on that. Do you want to talk yeah. about Dunn now? You, you, you're taking this on your, in your right. direction. I'm right, letting, I'm letting about, you control this part of the play. And, if, if the and, first half an hour to an hour of the stream sucks, blame Kyle Smith, not me. He's taking over. <laughs> well, I'm going to go based <laughs> on what the people in the chat are saying, too, because who okay. is it? Delgado said, is Dunn the next Revis? Yes. Dunn, Dunn was fun, man. Um. And I didn't know jack shit about him. I, t- I think I texted you about him before I sent it. I'm like, dude, like if it, based on, and, I, and maybe it's because of athleticism. So like they're taking that higher risk with some of the guys. So I think are a little bit more athletic with Eccles and Pinnock and all those guys. If they drafted Dunn before any one of the other corners they, they drafted, I wouldn't blink an eye. Like I like Carter, but if they drafted him before Pinnock, before any of those guys, I think he's just as good as a player and he's cleaner technically than all of those guys. Why? Didn't he get drafted? I think it's because of the athletic, the lack of like true elite athleticism where Eccles has the speed. He has, you know, the, the burst Pinnock has that aggression. He has the length, you know, and, and Carter um, is more of a slot guy. And I I think Carter, I think he's all around player. I think, I think Carter is a little better technically than all the other guys. I'm not, I'm not able to share my screen. Am I? Because I actually was looking at Dunn's measurables, like right before we got on the stream and mm-hmm. like I know it's I know it's non combine numbers, so obviously they're going to be inflated a little bit. But like a forty yard dash, four three eight, um, three cone. Well, his three cones not that good, but like his ten yard split, his twenty yard split, all that was like pretty good. I mean, his size five eleven and a half. I mean, like his measurables are not bad. Like his his broad jump was pretty good. His vert is you know 
not horrible. Like it, this, it's it's good enough to be drafted. Like I just couldn't understand why a guy who's like a, a good technician that yeah. has at least decent measurables, at least drafted, at least drafted. I, I I was scratching my head over that, and I was wondering if there's some character thing behind the scenes that we don't really know about. There or could whatever. be, you know, there definitely could be. You don't know, but um, yeah, with him, I like again, I just I just think it's the the maybe the lack of an elite potential ceiling. You know, um, can you pull up and play number nine for him? I wanted to ask you a question about this. This was um, one play that you were talking about and you were saying that he trigger. Lacks, a, lacks a trigger on this play. And I was thinking like, cause you could tell just from watching his film that he's clearly not been here. He's not a great athlete. There's no doubt about it. And I was wondering like here, do you think it's just like, is it something? It's an extra it, step to burst. So yeah, so so is it more of an athleticism thing right here, or do you think he's it's it's more of a mental thing? Right I, I think I think it's a mental thing, and it's not just specifically by by this play. Um, it takes him sometimes like a second to confirm it, at least based on my eye, because I've seen him explode out of breaks better than he did right there, where he doesn't have to double step like on that T step or quarter step, whatever. Uh, yeah, T step. So like, I, I there was times where I saw him burst out of that, like straight out of it, uh, where it still wasn't great. But then there's a lot of times where he kind of has to confirm that it's not like a double move or he has to look back at the quarterback. So he he's a little bit too conservative um, at times, which is fine in some coverages. But again, I just think with the other corners, they all possess something that could be elite um, mm-hmm. where I don't feel like Dunn has that. And maybe that's why he did not get drafted. I still would have drafted him. You know, like if you again, if you draft him over over Eccles to me and again with Eccles to preface, to preface that we didn't have a ton on him. We watched what two, three games or I watched two, three games. So it wasn't yeah, enough. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, based on e- e- any one of the games I watched, I liked Dunn more than I liked Eccles. Um, so anything else on him or you want to move on to another? Yeah. Uh, well, just, I, I, I like just staying with the technician thing. Like I, I really credit you more so than like literally anybody else. And it's not even close. Like I, I in terms of assessing defensive back play, like I didn't know, really jack shit until like a couple of years ago, like when I started watching your things and like, um, like the, the concept of like staying square and the, and like opening up too early and things like that. Uh, I didn't know a lot about it and I I've learned a lot. And like, when I watch tape on my own now, I notice it all the time because you yeah. point that out so much. And I felt like this so is, bad. this is, this is something that like, he's pretty good at. Like, yeah. Yeah. So like really solid technically. So I, I like that. Like you could just technician is the one word when watching his film that I kept coming up in my mind over and over again, technician. Um, um, back to the and- chat. RJ said, don't get canceled. I don't know what we're getting canceled for me because I said schlong, but I'm, a, I'm an owner of the website. I can't, I, I can't cancel myself. <laughs> Maybe I can. Is that a thing? Um, some, uh, I think it's Andrew saying about, uh, Sherwood saying his athleticism is less than you want, but he's so instinctive that it gives him a half step start. I think his, his, his instincts post snap were a little bit overrated to be completely honest um, based on what I watched and what I showed. Uh, I think, I think pre-snap it's good, but he, there were some plays he was completely caught out of position for me where it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. something that stood out to me. It's like, Oh, he's really smart post post snap pre-snap maybe because he communicates, but um, there's a lot of times where he was just not involved in a play where he could have been um his trigger too uh diving for tackles like his 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 aggressiveness is overrated the athleticism is overrated i'm not i'm not a huge fan i'm just not um uh somebody else uh good looking i won't i won't be i won't be shocked if he doesn't make the team 
No, I, I uh, no, I'd be shocked just based on the linebacker depth or the lack of that they have. But if you're talking about him being only like a role player and not really playing a lot, if if Nazaruddin is is healthy, um, I could see that. I just don't think his athleticism, his ceiling is I think very he high. You need a certain level. I'm just saying, like if they cut him, I'm not going to be shocked. You don't need you don't need elite athleticism in the NFL, but you need a certain baseline to be a good player. And I just don't think he meets that baseline. Um, I think just because people saw the position change of safety to linebacker, they assume that he's a good athlete, but Mosley's a better athlete. Cashin's a better athlete. Nasluddin's a better athlete. Davis is by far a better athlete mm-hmm. to me. Um, yeah. So I just, I just don't see it. I just, I'm not, I think he could be a, a role player. I just, I just can't see him ever being a truly effective starter. Um, some uh, Joe, good looking on the shout out. I've been a fan for a long time. It's one of my first lives in a while. Keep up the great work. Love the show. Appreciate you, Joe. Uh, great name. Uh, <laughs> Did you get the super chat? Oh yeah, super chat. Um, which joke got tired quicker, the two Michael Carters or the un- UDFA kicker we signed, who might, who, who name might get Bob with shoes and canceled? Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the two Carters because the 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 Nugar, which is actually how, how his name is how his name is pronounced. People stayed away from that because it's a little bit more. <laughs> risky to, to joke around about um so a, a i'm gonna say more. i'm gonna say michael carter i don't think eric allen and and uh uh ethan greenberg were joking about Nugar's name <laughs> like that's so carter is everything you heard oh like every interview with with carter the second like oh well did you know about michael carter the first one like, how would you feel it's like it got so tired like within probably 35 minutes of them both being drafted um it, it was it was pretty it was pretty brutal yeah um, i mean there's just so many human beings on the planet now too it's like Oh, some people have the same name. Like, do you know how many Kyle Smiths there are? Like, oh, dude, you have like the most generic name in the it's world. It's like, uh, wow, big deal. There's Blewitts in Monmouth County by me who own like a recycling company. I get asked all the time. It's like weird. There's a, there's a race car driver, Blewitt. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, does he does he go to does he race at New Egypt Speedway? Because my dad goes there. Get so get Mo Bob. Um, I saw you comment on the same thing with Sherwood. Listen, there are picks I like. There are picks I don't like, and JD might have seen something I didn't see in Sherwood, but I'm not. I don't come on the stream or on any review to lie to people. Like I show what I'm talking about. I don't just say, "Yeah, I don't see it with Sherwood's athleticism," and then just not put up 30 plays. Hey, by of, the way, film get, about it. get Mo Bob. That's an appeal to an authority argument, right? Appeal to authority. Yeah. So that's everything the, the Jets do are, is correct. They know no. more than you. I mean, he he's got a job making millions of dollars a year. Clearly, he knows. Listen, not everybody's right about everything. So, so why should right? we film reviews? You know, that's like when people. That's when people. Uh, well, well, who is that undrafted receiver? Uh, I always bring up. Uh, uh, which team? For the Jets, that was signed that one year, and everybody's saying how good he was going to be. And I did the review. I'm like, this guy. Oh, is- you talking about um, uh, Jalen Marshall? Jalen Marshall. Everybody loved Jalen Marshall. Everybody loved him. And then what? What happened? And the same thing. Like. I'll do the opposite stuff, Gitmo. Like, I don't know how long you've been on this channel. How many people like George Fant, Kyle? You could you could attest to this. I was I I don't care. I will this is the one thing I will stand on, on, on a chair for. I was the first person to say to Jets fans I like the signing of George Fant. And everybody was like, Oh, what the hell are you talking about? And then we saw why. And I'm not saying he's great, but based on people thought he was gonna be absolute garbage. And he wasn't. Oh, someone also said Greg Dorch. <laughs> That's another one. Jalen Marshall, or was it Greg Dorch? It might have been Dorch. It well. It would, you bring up Jalen Marshall all the time, but you hated Dorch. I I think no, you hated Dorch, bro, and you were right. Yeah, he sucked. Oh, Jalen Marshall was drafted like in the fifth round, right? No, he was he, with the flat top. No, he wasn't drafted either. 
Jalen Marshall was the Ohio State little short dude who was supposed to be like a punt returner or potentially a slot guy, but he couldn't even oh, catch punts. He couldn't catch, and he showed like 50% effort on like half his plays. And he was like a 4-7 guy. He you're, was, like, you're, yeah. you're like you're like 5'10", and you're running 4-7s? You think you're going to make be good in the NFL? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh God, Eagle! The Jets two kicker's name is Comedy Gold. If you like edgy comedy, yeah, that's not. I'm not. I'm not. That's that's not a live stream type thing. Um, Eagle said, "Can you guys convince me Fant can play a tight end? I don't buy that noise. I think people are saying tight end. Like maybe he'll be eligible, like Jumbo Elliott type stuff on the goal line, and maybe get two yeah. passes thrown him all season. But he's not playing tight end. He's gonna be an extra tackle, which I think is great. Like I talked about it. I don't know what show that was on specifically. Maybe it was a Morgan Moses thing. But like I'm fine with bringing Fant as an extra. Um." you know, tackle because people think like, Oh, it might, it might box you in. But I think with the talent that just have at receiver, if you, and even, and even with their offensive line, if you play action, they're going to jump on play action, especially bringing another tackle. And I'm confident in our receivers getting open. Um, in that, in that situation where guys are, where guys are biting. So it's not an extra tight end. It's just an extra, he's an extra tackle who might take 10 snaps as eligible, you know? Um, yeah, but no, he's not a tight end. Yeah, no, but I mean, just having a guy who is that level of athletic, like just to be able to go to that one, two, maybe three times in a season, you know, if that results in one or two touchdowns in the whole season, like that is big. Like if you run one of those in a playoff game, you catch the other team sleeping because you haven't done it all year. Right. Like that could change a game. Right. So just having that guy who could do it. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys who are just like too unathletic they never did anything other than football. So they just couldn't catch a ball. The moment would be too big for them, or they just wouldn't be comfortable out in space, or they wouldn't be able to jump up and get it. You know, I mean, it's really a lot of those tackle eligible plays where they do catch touchdowns. Usually they're just wide open. So, I mean, like, what does George Fant really need to do? He doesn't need to do all that much, but if he does need to elevate, you know, he can probably do it. He was a basketball player. So anyway, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Greg Dortch, by the way, who I'm talking about with that show. I, I just looked it up and like just based because he played at Vanderbilt. Dude, you killed yeah. Greg Dortch. But I'm saying, but but you've been bringing up Jalen Marshall. I think I'm mistaken. I, I think our chat corrected me because I think it's Greg Dortch who is the person who was more of the UDFA hype. Like he's going to be a, a third string receiver for the Jets. He's a great slot, great punt returner. Well, I can tell I just you looked this. up TOJ because that's why I was doing it. Um, for and I looked up TOJ Dorch and I I had a film review on him. I don't know if I did one on Marshall. Yeah, yeah. Well, Marshall's going back to like 2015 or whatever. So, so I wasn't doing reviews then. I was yeah. like 17. So maybe in your mind you were thinking of Dorch, but you kept saying Marshall. It's I can Dorch. Say, I can say this. I was, you know, I was definitely I definitely tweeted more back then, and I was getting into fights with people on Twitter about Jalen Marshall. I can say yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Um, updated. Th- who else? Who else are we going to to go um, to? Yeah. So if you want to, can you run play sixteen with Dunn? Um, just to close <laughs> him off. I love it. Uh, somebody said Greg Dude. You love it. Yeah. Let Let me know if yeah. you're getting sick of me asking you to do no, that. No, that's fine, dude. That's that's completely fine. Again, and we're not like breaking it down, breaking it down. I know a lot of there there are undoubtedly people who come to the live stream and don't necessarily watch the film reviews. Um, if you want to watch the breakdowns of all these plays, that's that's for a different place. That's not what we're doing really here. You should. You should. Yeah, if you want to know your team, again, you could listen to plenty of other shows and stuff like that who will talk really strongly about their team and not have any idea of what they're talking about. But here you go, bottom. So this was an interesting play because, like, here, you know, 
he lets him get to his blind spot, which you didn't see a lot of this on his film. Like usually he was really technically sound. He opens up, lets him get in into his blind spot. Uh, but I like the recovery and that's why I'm bringing this up. And like, it's, it show it does show a level of athleticism, not to say that he's like an extreme athlete. I mean, there was a reason why he was undrafted, but I just like the recovery. And then while he's turning, he's in transitioning, he gets his hands on, on the receiver. So I, I, I like that aspect of the play. Like even, you know, you can't be it's perfect like all space, the time. Spatial awareness, you know, that's like, that's, how, that's how you recover. Yeah. Um, like obviously doing that, like if, if he didn't think he can get back over top of that route, um, you'd, you'd, you'd like to see him speed turn. But the fact that he knew he can get back on like spatial awareness, knowing his relationship to the receiver, he is able to make that turn like that to get hands on to kind of crowd the route. So um, this dude could be a style. He could be a solid starter in the league for, he can have a nice career for himself in the league, you know? And I think that you pointed out, uh, it was a really solid point that you made before. Yeah. When, when we're talking about the trigger that like, you know, he, he does. And a lot of it can come with film study and just getting a little bit more comfortable, but you know, knowing that he's not the greatest athlete in the world, he will have to pull the trigger a little bit more sometimes. Yeah. I saw some reviews of him too. Just like in general, people saying like he had elite speed and elite explosion. I did not, I didn't see no. that. No, yeah, you don't see people that say that. And I was like, nah, I was like, I, I think I, I trust myself enough. Um, they might just be going by whatever his combine four, three, four, eight. four three eight at his at, at, at his pro, pro day. day, you know. Um, and Jamal yeah. Jamal Adams ran a four three eight at his pro day or whatever it was, four four flat. Um Eagles talking about Chris Herndon. He hates Chris Herndon. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh so why don't we talk about Yaboa or, or or a Croft? Let's talk about Croft and then let's compare Croft them and Yaboa. Um, Croft, Yaboa, and, and Herndon. We could talk some tight ends right Eagle now. Eagle is saying he's a big time hater. I am on a relatively similar boat. I just thought that his rookie year was largely overrated. Largely. Um, he had a couple nice catches, but that was about it. Um, Steven said, Joe, I thought I saw you the other day while you were working. I was in Colts. It was in Colts neck. I have a doppelganger. If not, no, I do. I, I do not. Uh, appreciate the hundred people who are in here. Uh, again, it's a dead time. Um, we just started the channel. It's going to keep building and building, but for the people who do support already the first year of our, uh, us being in existence, uh, I appreciate it more than you know, but going into Yaboa, Kyle, who you were uh, dragged through the, the hot coals for um, when you said you didn't like him very much right after the draft. Um, updated thoughts after all, watching him. All I said is I You said he's the worst player you've ever watched. He's not going to make an impact. That's I think that's verbatim. I just said, like, I don't get it. Like, why Why does he have, like, this bunch of people that are ready to die on a hill for him? Like, Kyle, you know the reason. And I'm not trying to be a douche to anybody. It's because you go on a thousand mock drafts to draft some of the leaders. He's typically available in the fourth or fifth round. And he's, like, the higher highest rated player at that. You draft him. And then in your mind, you think, okay, he's a good player because he's there on a mock draft similar. That's, that's, that's literally what half the players are like. Lamar Jackson. That's all the similars last year had him in the seventh, seventh, seventh. Aries grabbing Lamar Jackson. And that's yeah. why people were in love with him as Jets fans. And, you know, so it's all about simulators and who people associate with in those simulators and when, when they're available or not. And I'm sure that part of the reason he's high in that simulator is because he's an SEC guy. And obviously SEC players are, you know, just scattered all throughout the NFL. So I'm sure that has something to do with it. And probably the fact that he came from Ole Miss, which has – they got a tight end in the league right now. He plays for the Bills, Dawson Knox. And then they got quite a bit of other good pass catching options in the league, if we're being honest. So I'm sure that has something to do with it too. I doubt it. <laughs> but, <laughs> when you, but when you look at him though, like, I mean, honestly, Joe, 
there's nothing that stands out that says like, oh yeah, he excels in that area. The only thing I could think of off the top of my head is, okay, maybe he's got pretty good speed for a tight end when he's got the ball in his hands. Like he's got decently good long speed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, when the like ball is in his hands. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're, they're like, are both decent in terms of like, and I said it, like he's a very big projection because in terms of like the technical aspects of like running routes and sitting in coverages, like he either ran like wheels that were wide open or like just ran like sit routes or, or, or like um, stick routes, like over the middle. And he was wide open and it would take him like 30 steps to slow down, but it was because he was working the space. So he didn't necessarily have to slow down really quickly. Um, and in terms of like him being a physical dude, like you want to see him at what, six, four, six, five, two forty. Like you want to see him go over the middle against linebackers and, mm-hmm. and actually be able to catch the ball. And how many times did he alligator arm something or kind of put one hand up there to protect his ribs with the other hand? Like that's not good for a tight end. Like, Again, I'm not breaking ground here, but tight ends work a lot over the middle. You have to be willing to take shots. And I just didn't like, listen, again, it's, it's the mock draft thing. It, it really, really is in terms of name association. Um, but he's a massive projection. Now, do I, would I like to see him because of athleticism and maybe some upside if you develop him over a guy like Griffin and save $1.8 million? Sure. But that's about it. Like, I do not expect him to be touching the field in any, you know, in any sense at a, at a large. Uh, I don't think he's going to make snaps. the team. I'd be pretty surprised if he makes the team. Well, good thing we have a fit with 53 man roster prediction exactly a month from now. Yeah. And you better not have him on yours. Otherwise, I'm going to lose respect for you. <laughs> Whatever. How much respect do I have? You know, it doesn't matter. I don't, I, I've lost all that already. It is what it is. We're talking yeah. about schlongs. Yeah. No. I, and just, dude, seriously, guys, if you're a Yaboa person and you're really high on him for whatever reason, just watch Blewett's breakdown of him. And, Joe's going to highlight the positive plays of Yaboa, and literally they're just like him running wide open because the defense is totally faked out by coverage, the coverage. Yeah. yeah. A lot of like, a lot of like post wheels at Ole Miss that were, that were blown. Like you're not defense. seeing him like defeating press or, or dominating a guy off the line of scrimmage and then catching a ball and try. Like it's not like that at all. And his blocking is not good. I mean, like I just, I don't see any reason for this dude to make the team. Like I point to someone like Wesco, like Wesco might not be a Ooh, great receiving option. Overlook. Like they talk about him, like he's trash and not make the team. And like, he's not that good of a blocker as like a fullback H back. Like he was, he was good last year. I put up a threat of it. So it's out yeah, there. no, no Wesco. Like he can maul dudes over. There's no doubt about that. Yaboa, you're not going to see any of that. Yaboa, you're just happy. Like that. He can just kind of get in someone's way. Positional leverage versus physical leverage. Yeah, as we discussed. Uh, what's up, Vitor? But, he said uh, Croft will be a solid tight end one, in my opinion, good blocker, but will surprise some people. Another Jets X Factor guy. Um, hey, Vitor. Yeah, Croft, I agree with him. And I and I did again another review that's coming out in the future. Uh, I don't know when, but if he was healthy, I'm I'm not now. Is he an ideal tight end one? No, but if he was healthy and he was a Jets tight end one, I'd be completely fine with it. Like it's not it's he's not Kyle Pitts or Kittle or any one of these guys, but. Um, do I think he's closer to that? What was it 2016 Cincinnati Bengals version than the one recently? Yes, like he's not used a lot because he can't be necessarily counted on uh, in terms of injuries. But when he's healthy and he's on the field, I like Croft. Like Croft to me is easily, easily better than all the tenants they have on the roster. Yeah, I, I was trying to think in my mind, like, okay, so obviously there are still some people and Vitor might be one of them. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was one of the Jets X Factor guys. Uh, great cast there. Great cast. No, no person, no bias. 
<laughs> it was one of the Jets X Factor guys that said, like, I'm still kind of a believer in Herndon. But I was trying to think, like, in terms of Herndon versus Croft, what's he was, what's, he was what's shortly one... thereafter fired. <laughs> <laughs> what's what is one thing that that Herndon does better? And the only thing I could think of is maybe athletic catches, like going up and ex- extension. For yeah, but, I would but say that's his even if he can't better. even catch the ball because Herndon had so many just bad concentration drops and not just concentration drops too, like bad hand placement to drops. Oh my God, dude. He catches balls like this. and tries to clap them. It's like, it's like such a bad technique. Uh, and that's like some people were out there and talking about, um, you know, West Coast and like, and I, I get it. And it's, again, it's really baseline type stuff. Herndon sucked because of Adam Gase. Mm. Yeah. Adam Gase was not catching balls for, for, for Herndon. And it was, Oh, well his confidence is hurt. You're an NFL player. Catch your freaking ball. Like again, I know Kyle, I know Kyle equals Ronald Blair. I'm not even saying that, but some of the balls that that Herndon dropped last year, I could catch in the parking lot, hammered. You know, uh, with obviously no pressure on me, but uh, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not making that leap like Kyle did. But um, anything else? Anything else you want to? Uh, yeah. So let's just go with blocking for a moment. So if you can go like uh, maybe plays two and three that you have with uh, Croft. Continue. Like still, just to give you an idea, air. like just to give you an idea, fans who might not have watched any Croft film yet, like well, you're gonna yeah. see that Croft, like they trust him as a blocker, that they'll put him in as a fullback, and they did that quite frequently. Yeah, right. Like, and here he's going against a defensive end. This is not perfect technique, or, but you know you could see him bridge right here, and this is going against a big defensive end right here, right? Uh, but go to the next one. Go to the very next one. Oh, uh, number three. Meh. Sometimes uh, I was watching these and I wish that I wrote down other ones that were uh, plays that I really like, but right here, yeah, he's scooping uh, up two, two people right here yeah, in this yeah. block. Yeah. I could bring up the play from the, uh, I'm surprised you didn't bring up the Pats one too. Um, I'm not going to break it down, but uh, again, just to put it in passing while we're, while we're, we're talking about it. Um, is this the play? No, hold on. Let me, let me find it. This might. Nope. Okay. Hold on. There it is. Okay. This is a play in terms of like his blocking, like just, just great. Uh, he's a really good blocker. And again, straight line speed. He's faster than Chris Herndon. He's a, he's a better athlete than Chris Herndon in terms of like stopping and, and, and um, acceleration, stuff like that. He's just not a popular guy because of injuries, but um, in terms of healthy Croft, I'm, I'm cool with it. I think I the really thing, we have to remember it's this with Herndon. Or is it? Herndon was on a horrible team no. and he had an amazing catch late in the season Patterns. It just happened to go coincide with when Darnold was hot. Mm-hmm. So people in their minds just started to think like, oh, but they forget the game, that, that, that game against Miami, that big drop down the sideline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this play too, like, dude, he's, I, I love, I love the effort. I can love you, everything. Can you play about one it. more time from the beginning, please? Did you watch the whole review, Kyle? You don't remember this? No, I did. This is no, perfect. Is, like oh, perfect. Yeah. Look at how long he stays with him, man. And it's not even that. It's, and then, it's, it's this whole part. It's staying tight to the tackle as, as he kind of like, uh, you know, shoves him inside or stuffs him inside to the, to the tackle to allow him to get that, that um, leverage outside of him. Like it is perfect. Like that is, you cannot teach this better in terms of staying square, hand on the hip, eyes on the second level, climbing at the perfect time, squaring him up, you know, getting hands on. Like that's, that is all textbook like that. You cannot do better than that. And yeah. I know people don't get excited about blocks. Like maybe I should put some Elijah Moore highlights on, but that's kind of what you're going to get. 
to um, need to get excited about blocks, especially a, in the running game. That that's how yeah. that's what that's what separates the good teams from the bad teams. There's a reason why running back springs for a long run, and it's usually has a lot more to do with blocking than how fast or skilled the running back is. Um, dude, and and <laughs> one of my guilty pleasures is sometimes when I'm watching your breakdowns and you're having a tough time identifying who the player is on the other team. <laughs> like you're like 31. Is that McCordy? Is that McCordy? And then sometimes you'll go, you'll Google it. I was like, that's not McCordy. I know I get tripped. Dude, listen, um, when you're doing a show for two hours and you're talking by yourself, sometimes you just, you get, you get tripped up, but like, there's some plays like I won't remember McCordy, but then there'll be like a random guy number 47 on the Cardinals. I'm like, Oh, freaking some seventh string receiver. I, I don't know. Dude. One of your recent ones, you were like, you, you were making fun of the Eagles guard because of his big hair. You're like, is that Evan Mathis? Dude, Evan Mathis retired, <laughs> retired year. like 10 he years was- ago. I know. I know. Continuing on Kyle. Um, who else? We were hitting tight. We, we did tight yeah, ends, so, we did corners. Um, we did. We're going to get into a lot of stuff. We have to run through this, actually. We're through the first hour. We have 15 more minutes to get through updated thoughts. This always happens. We'll talk about updated thoughts for three hours. Oh, we'll shoot. Any so so how, how quick, like, which players do you want me to go to then? Whoever you're, you have you're updated the direct, thoughts on. You're the, well, a lot of them. I mean, shoot. See, I, I let you control the show about this segment, and you went to shit. So, <laughs> All right, let's talk about Joyner, since he's probably going to play a lot. And, you know, I... I liked it when I saw, and this was like, I think this was a day one signing, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, oh, Joiner. I, and I think he, if I'm not mistaken, he was a very early second round pick or very, or late first round pick. But I think he was an early second. Sorry, there's somebody, there's somebody in this. I'm sorry to interrupt you. And I do this more than I should. Uh, but I saw something funny in the chat because I, I didn't see it for, for a minute. And uh, Skip Bellion said, Adam Gase, uh, Adam Gase caused my, my radiator to leak. <laughs> Just in terms of like blaming him and stuff like that doesn't actually uh, ha- like, you know, have to deal with him. That's, that's, that's great. Um, sorry, continue. That, that, was, that got Someone me. Someone said, what's up, Mr. Smith? Um, what's up, whoever that is? <laughs> that's a student. I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so uh, like Joyner, like, so he was – he had a, he came from a championship college program, won a national title. He won a lot of games at the Rams uh, when his time with McVay there played in a Super Bowl, right? So he's done a lot of winning in his career, and sometimes that can like inflate your your view of a player. But like when I was watching him, I was like, you know, the ninety PFF grade that some people were trotting out. Well, when he's a true safety, he's graded as a ninety PFF grade, and like. When I was watching him, especially like when he was in single high, I was just like, eh, I don't know, man. He needs like, to see the quarterback throw the ball first. Like he, like I always bring up, like not leveraging yourself over route concepts. Like he needs to see it to break type guy. Dude, dude, one of the things that you would uh, when when you used to do your weekly shows with Marcus Coleman, you guys would always hit upon defensive backs staring at the quarterback. Yeah, and that popped up in his film. There's a quite time a bit. for it, but you can't do it from, from snap to him throwing the ball. That's not yeah, what you do. I, I don't know if you want to go into plays or anything like that. Uh, what was the play I, of the bad angle? <laughs> oh, again, go to play not, 27, play 27. And I'm not trying to like, again, there are places who will hype up every single signing. I like Joyner, but there's a reason he got what? $3 million. Like I like him and I think he can fit a certain role, but if you think he's going to be a great safety and then you think he's a great safety to the Rams again, because of PFF, how much do they factor in certain things? But a lot of the picks that 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 happened were relatively elementary picks. Like they were expected plays. Like he didn't go above. Like that beyond. one, the one pick six that he had, it was against Scott Tolzien. Who's Scott? Who Tolzien? he was just dropping into the flat and he just threw the ball when he was already breaking there. Yeah, the, the Chiefs play. Patrick a lot Mills, of like, players could have made that pick and was throwing like sixty yards and he just he just got under it. Like, 
Yeah. Um, that, and that, that pick six, like part part of the reason it gets overhyped is because he pirouetted oh. and did a spin midair. God. Yeah. In terms sure of the angles, other angle, I, I, I show this a lot. He's the high guy right now. Um, this is probably the worst open field tackle attempt I've ever seen um, in terms of angles and just knowing where his momentum's taken. Like, hey, he's running an inside, whatever. I can't see it with our, with our faces on it, but like a cross, a slant, whatever this ends up being. His leverage to play that right here is beyond brutal. Um, so I know he had a high and he was rated again. This is another guy who's rated a good tackler. He is, he's not a guy I want playing single high, um, because of his angles and because of his tackling, he is a bad tackler. Um, it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. He uh, can lay a shot. Like if, 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 if another one of his players is standing a guy up, he can come in there and lay a hell of a shot. Yeah. But if you're expecting and, and see, here's the thing, like, not only do I trust Marcus May in coverage, just from like Marcus May is not staring at the quarterback. As oh, he's much. a good tackler. Yeah, like, like, and May doesn't always like he can lay the wood. Like that's not always his thing or whatever. But like May takes pretty good angles in run support. Um, you do not see that. So like, if I'm having my last line of defense, and he's taking and he's a single high safety, and he's going to come down in a run fit and take a bad angle, like that's you're talking that that could spring like a 50, 60 yard run. So you got to be, you know, yeah. He's just again and. Fill a certain role, but if you think you're getting all pro players, everybody you sign, obviously you're mistaken. Are mistaken. Um, anybody else you want to? We we have Neesman, we have Pinnock, we have Carter the second. We have we talked we talked about Pinnock a good amount in our last one. I okay, so do you want to move on, or do you we have didn't talk about Keelan Cole? We didn't talk about Keelan Cole. I don't know if. Listen, okay, you, so you again, run the show is, now because obviously is, this this is something that um, if you again views if we came out here and said joiners great we put up all of his big hits and all these plays and oh. You know, that slant where he, up, where he lit up what was like Adam Thieland or whoever it was. That's how you get people like stay and like that. I'm not doing that. I'd rather lose the 10 viewers who don't like to see negative stuff. I don't really care. Um, don't leave. Subscribe. <laughs> but but um, Smash the like button. Yeah, but uh, that's not what it is. Um, but now in terms of being positive, let's 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 round it out back to positive because we kind of shit on Sherwood. We kind of shit on, you know, uh, Yaboa and now Joiner. you know, uh, Cole is i would say even as a fourth receiver in the league a top three fourth receiver in the league cole is much better than people think he is um he's a good player pull up your favorite play of him pull up your favorite play of him hold on you know i've I've only done two thousand plays i'll just you know top my head kyle i don't know maybe there's one that pops up like uh, sometimes uh, i'll send a tweet out and then you know you'll just to you know be a Asshole. A hard ass, and yeah, you'll you'll tweet back in like one minute and like show me a play where it's just like contradicting what I'm saying. Yeah, you said something about uh, what'd you say, Marcus May? Something about the Chiefs game, like he didn't blow a coverage or whatever. And I put up a play where it's like a terrible blown coverage. You're like, asshole. <laughs> uh, we we, we talked about that one too. I remember one of the shows. Yeah, we did. Um, well, all right. Well, while you're trying to like maybe think of one, uh, so Keelan Cole, like mm-hmm. you were saying, like he's a very willing blocker. This isn't show- technical. I just love this play. Show play 17 when you can for from Cole. I really like that one. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so Cole, I mean, this is one of the things that, that like, you know, and he had the one crazy catch against the Patriots. I think he might've been a rookie at the time. He does make some crazy acrobatic catches and has like good in that sense. You, you remember who, you know, he reminds me of a little bit, Brandon Lloyd. You remember Brandon Lloyd, mm-hmm. Brandon Lloyd didn't have a great career, 
but he would make these crazy catches every now and then. I love this play from Cole right here. You know, like he's just sealing off the backside uh, guy and he, ta- he runs at an angle and, you know, for, for him to take a guy out like this, all right, he could try to cut him and, and that, that could very well work, but he's going to have to get his whole body in front of him because this guy's yeah, a lot a, bigger than him. Yeah, it's a bad angle to cut somebody too. Yeah. So like I, uh, this just shows like, you know, this is a nuance. It's not, he doesn't lay a huge shot or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's, it's savvy and and does show a willingness to block. And again, when you want to talk about like, you know, maybe that guy's not going to help him spring a big, you know, 50, 60 yard down run down the field. But when you're talking about backside pursuit defenders in zone runs, that could be the difference between losing a couple yards on a run versus you know just maybe gaining a couple yards or just getting back to the line of scrimmage right yeah and, yeah no for sure um i think that's yeah that i yeah we've discussed that um but you just he sells his out routes really well man his eyes his his and that's what i was talking about like uh, you know and i did the typical like wfa i didn't think i could bring up the highlight catch but like and i don't want to again i don't want to get into film i'm not even going to break this down um if you want to learn about foot fires and dead legs and whatever you want to do. That's not what the show is right now. But in terms of his route running in the slot right here, like he's a really good route runner. Um, I would say his secondary releases are better than his, his releases off the line of scrimmage versus press, but you're not really going to expect him to play on the outside a ton. Um, and even if you're on the outside a ton, you know, just because you're on the outside doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're on the line of scrimmage. That's not how it, it works, but um, he's a good player. Like he, this is a guy I'm really excited about. And I think what will happen is, you know, Crowder's probably gone next year. Um, and I think Cole at some point gets re-signed and then he's like your third or fourth guy. Because if he's your fourth guy, we're going to go, you know, Jets roster versus some other people's roster in the league. Um, and dude, like, I don't know. There's a lot of better fourth receivers in the league than him. Like he is good. And understand like, you know, stats, little stuff, whatever. And if you are just a stat humper, 600, 700 yards, whatever it was with Jake Luton, Gardner Minshew, a rookie six rounder who and Mike Glenn turning the ball. And how many plays in that review, which you guys will see probably be the next review or two that we put out at Jack Dice Factor. How many plays in that review, Kyle, was he missed for a wide open touchdown? That could have been if he just made three of those, like let's say five or six catches I put up, he would have had 800 yards and eight, nine touchdowns. And he probably gets another million dollars or two. Dude, and, and after watching that review too, like I, I thought, I assumed Minshew was a little bit better than he actually was. Dude, Minshew, there's many times Gross. in that review. It, where he was just floating back, no pressure in his face and throwing off his back foot as a result. And then the ball is not getting there as a result of that. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, he, he definitely was not being helped out by the quarterback for sure. Um, um, yeah. But um, this is a player like this is when you're talking about value for a contract, like this is definitely one of the best signings that the Jets well, have. Yeah. Yeah. It's, one, it's definitely one of my favorite signs. And Joyner was initially, and I'm not saying I hate Joyner, but he's more flawed than people think his his Rams film was. Um, do you want to do? Let's let's. I'm gonna see. I'm just gonna do the list of players. Just so I can do it off the top. I don't have to do it off the top of my head. Um, do you want to touch on like like Naz Ladeen or or Feeney or Pinnock or any of those guys or Jonathan Marshall before we get? Well, we into talked the- about Naz Ladeen a, a decent amount last time, yeah. but uh, I didn't. I definitely didn't comment on Feeney. Um, so let me just. Uh, I wrote some things down. Dude, one thing that popped off, and Rankins, you did, you did a good, you did a good hour and a half on Feeney. Feeney much better at guard than center, like not even close. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. 
Like it is a significant, like if he, if he has to come in at center for us, we're in for some trouble. It's because of his hands. He's not quite, he's not, he's not like decisive enough with his hands after he snaps and he just gets consistently splashed. <laughs> yeah. As I, I put it. So I, I, and I never played center and I even like, I never had to in high school. And like, I remember like when I was playing after I retired from playing like, like really, really competitive football. And I, mm-hmm. I was playing like flag football, which is like full touch at the or full contact at the line of scrimmage. People ask me like, do you want to play center? Like, cause we need to, our centers out. I was like, no, nah, I don't want to play center, man. Like, and that's, <laughs> that's one of the main reasons. Like I didn't feel like I could snap the ball and then get my hands in a position to strike quick enough. Um, but yeah, he's, he's not good at that, but, um, Feeney's a tough dude, you know, and he's a good team guy. Like you're seeing that, like he's doing all this stuff where he's going to the Islanders games and crushing beers on his head. And there is something to be said for that with like building team. Like, you know, who's also a good team guy who we had in our team in recent years, Connor McDermott. Like my brother was telling me, like when he was with the bills, he would always be right next to Josh Allen, like wherever they went, like always having his back. And there's something to be said for that, but like Connor McDermott sucked, but at least Feeney's, uh, you know, like tough. Um, he's a, like I said, I, I think there's a difference between a bad, a bad starter and a bad backup. I don't think he's a bad backup. I, I think he's a decent backup specifically if he comes in at, at guard uh, center, definitely more concerning, but yeah. at the same time, he's not as bad as, you know, uh, Jonathan Harrison and some of these scrubs we've had over the years and some games of Spencer long, um, Hit the chat real quick. I, we have a lot one, in here. Uh, there's one thing I want to say about Feeney that we can move on from him. We'll go to go the ahead. chat. One thing I noticed that just kept popping up, and and a lot of things about offensive line is you you got to know how to time stuff well, and part of that is working with your other offensive linemen. And and mm-hmm. the fact that Feeney has started so many games, I would I would definitely believe that this is part of the reason why he excels with something like this. He's, I would say, really good at holding a combo block just long enough before he climbs to the linebackers right he's a good mover yeah which is good which is really important in the system yeah yeah so um yeah that's one thing he excels at and so like listen even though he's had a lot of bad starting and didn't grade out that well Mm -hmm. there's something to be said for all those starts like you're taking someone like feeney and you're comparing him to like some you know like in years past with jets teams like a player who is a fresh player out of remember remember when Nick Mangold went down in 2011 and we had some undrafted center come in you remember that guy and he was getting killed in the Baltimore Ravens game I think we we put up like maybe a touchdown in that game yeah I I, I, I can't even remember the dude's name he was horrible mm -hmm. but like there's a big difference between putting like that level of inexperienced untalented guy in versus a guy who might not be the most talented in the world but he's got a lot of experience and 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 Feeney's willing he's tough He's just, yeah, he's Feeney. Anyway, v- so Vitor said he did a piece on Herndon. Uh, well, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know if I saw it, but uh, yeah, that's, I guess I'll skip over that because I don't, I, he's, there's a lot to be desired with Herndon. Uh, I think he's a guy, like, I don't think he's as bad where he shouldn't make a roster. Like, I still want to see maybe he could develop into a decent tight end too, you know, be a rosterable player. But last year he was dreadful, minus, you know, I think like later in the season he played a little bit well or uh, better. Um, Golden said 2017 Croft had almost 40 catches and seven touchdowns. Yeah, he was good. That he was a good with the, with the Bengals. And if we get that with the Jets, that's, that's cool with me. Um, 
Da, da, da. Jamal hands are better than Herndon's hands. Um, somebody said, Bus said Adam Gates is the reason my girlfriend left me. Um, there's a ton of it in here. I'm sorry if I don't get to all the chat. Um, I know there's some other people who rely on the chat for their whole show, but we have topics we have to get to and we freaking get into the weeds about stupid shit all the time. So not stupid shit, but I was just somebody, about Eagle that. Eagle said topic for for you. Uh, talk about Golden Boy Sunshine Trevor L signed his rookie deal today, four year, thirty six point eight million uh, contract that includes twenty four point one million guaranteed. Wilson gets that deal? Question mark. He'll get guess, close to it. Yeah, he's a little bit less because he's a second pick, so it's like a little yeah. bit less. He can't. He he can't. He literally can't get can't get the same the amount. same amount. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, okay, we can talk about this. And by the way, uh, with with Phoenix, they're just going to wrap up on that a little bit. I'm not saying he should be a starter. He definitely shouldn't be. But I was more encouraged after watching his film at guard than I was initially when they signed him and saw what everybody was saying about him. If that's, I think that's fair. Um, I don't know he, how... move, he moves a little bit better in space than you'd think. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, um, if, you, if you haven't released his film review yet, um, I know you haven't. Um, but did you like what you saw on film from Rankins? Kyle, what do you... What do you think about the Rankins? Oh, yeah. dude, Rankins was good. You were gushing over, dude. His 2018 season, Joe is gushing. Joe was in love, <laughs> man. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. it, it was good, dude. Um, pull up play 20. Can you pull up play 24 for Rankins? Um, yeah, dude. When he wants, when he wins, he wins quick. Oh yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Play dude, like 24, 24, if you can. Um, yeah, just give me two seconds. I gotta pull up my thing. Oh, the back door. I, I don't even. I just wrote it. I didn't even. He's right here. Out. Okay, play it. Dude, I mean, did, like, <laughs> there's not. You don't see many guys making a play like this. Like, this is just like another level of athleticism that just many guys just don't have. Yeah, and some of those plays earlier too, because it was like really early. Where? Is it this play? Like some of the plays against the Falcons early and some plays against the Vikings. Like he just dominated people in front of him. He's right, he's right here at three tech. Um, like just absolutely dominates guys um, at times. And you have him next to Q. Like he's never going to get double teamed. Um, and again, is he, is he necessarily this what he wasn't in 2018, right? 2017, maybe not um, because of some of the injuries. But even in 2020, I, I think something that was a little bit maybe overstated is how bad he was in 19 and 20. He wasn't as bad. And I think in 19, he really just kind of ducked his head and like didn't really um, have the the athleticism he possessed in, in 2018. But in 2020, I saw it come back a little bit. So I feel like if he does get healthy, like he could still be a really good player. Um, he's right here. I don't know if this is the play I'm talking about. Yeah, like just ridiculously quick wins, like absurdly quick wins. Yeah, I was. I, I felt bad for Cousins here. Like when I was <laughs> I watching that one. You can't feel uh, that bad for him. I think this is another one right here. Uh, he's right here at zero. I think this is the one here. Completely. Like, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, and, and he's got a really good spin move too. Absurdly quick spin move for how big he is. And he's not and, huge. And his his hands are really good. Like he's we're you're talking about splashing people. He's really good at, at, at splashing dudes. Just taking that chest as soon as he sees it, yeah. When he sees yeah, guys' honestly, hands drop, yo, he just takes it. Jonathan Marshall, one thing I wrote down when I was watching Rankins, because Rankins is really good with his hands. Marshall's very athletic. He's not good with his hands. 
he needs to take up Rankins as a mentor, study him all the time. And, and mm-hmm. Rankins, you know, take on, embrace that mentor role because that could, you know, lead him to getting future contracts with other, other teams and stuff. If he's known as like a good teammate and stuff, because, you know, when, when you're talking about Rankins, like they're both not the biggest dudes in the world. Like they're both in the two nineties, right? They're not these big, massive dudes, but they're both really athletic. So yeah, there's a similar type of skill set there. Yeah. Verge Tibbs said PFF always giving extra weight to any splash plays like picks. Remember they rated Darren Lee as their number one linebacker earlier in the season. Um, what's That's up, Frank? Crazy. I've seen you here before. What about Davis as our third safety? I think he's going to be our third safety. Um, some McDonald said he disrupts pers- the pursuit. Smart move absolutely helps. I'm not sure exactly what that's about. That can't be about Joiner because there's no, there's no way. I'm not sure. That's a, that's an answer to somebody else. Nemo Nemo host says, "Damn, I didn't know you you was this cute show." You know, I'll, I'll take it, Nemo. Um, <laughs> moving on, uh, I let Feeney sleep with my girlfriend. If that means our offensive line is is godlike, I guess it must be a relationship. He's not. It's not going to be a long-term thing, but hey, I appreciate the dedication. Um, there's a lot in okay. Feeney equals McAfee. You talking about John McAfee? I don't know. Uh, okay, so I'm we have a caller. Um, if he's still on, if he's still on the line, we'll get to this quick. Nope, never mind. <laughs> he dropped off. Yeah, that's fine. Again, um, we get to this was supposed to be like a 15-minute topic that we took to an hour and four minutes. So do you have anybody else you want to hit on it? Which is fine, which Joe, is, which is a good thing. Do you, is there any you else? Know, anybody you else know how many, on? how many reviews you gushed out recently? I was like, Oh shit. Like I better be ready to like, you know, well, we got a top these- 25 roster to hit on some of those guys. We have the 53 man roster or top, yeah, top 25 on the roster, which is always a fun show. Um, I would like, if you are a dedicated fi- one, two things, if you're a person who you know, you're going to come back for this for the next show, throw some stupid ass superlatives or like superlatives. You want to see like, we have the strongest, the fastest per square inch. Like, a bunch of stuff. Um, if you want to see something like who can eat the most meatloaf, like whatever, like throw throw it in there. Um, and then, or at, at the end, at the comments, because then I'll read it um, definitely. And then we're going to do a top 25 roster prediction, or not prediction, but like your top 25 players on the roster. Make your own and then see how it compares. That's always a fun show. I always love doing the top 25. That's, that's always a good time. Um, there was a lot of players like who I listed, like, who were like 26 through like 35, who was like, they could easily be at 25. Like that 25 spot was a battle for me. Um, Dude, we didn't even talk about some guys like Hardy and stuff. Do you want to save that for like the end of the show or whatever? The Hardy review? Like, well, I could like share some thoughts about him and stuff. Like there's other dudes too. I got updated thoughts on Marshall, but we could save that stuff for the end yeah. if you want, or not McDonald's even talking all. about the Cole play. Um, disrupts their pursuit. Yes. Uh, well, go ahead. Talk on, talk, talk on him. Go ahead. Um, yeah. So dude, his film was fun, man. I had a good time, dude. Pull in your review plays six and seven back to back were amazing plays. Play six and seven of Hardy play six. So, so, all right. When a special teams dude, who's not, who's not a kicker or a punt returner, like you're talking about like a utility special teams player, when he signs for a contract like this, he must be good at that. And dude, he is good. Now, listen, let me say this right now. He sucks as a corner. Don't expect this guy to play as a corner. <laughs> no, like, no, yeah. it, I mean, like he's got no technique as a corner. He's opening up. Like as soon as the ball snap, he's already not being square. Like <laughs> Joe would roast him in a film review, but, but 
when you watch these plays, all right, so here we go. Dude, I mean, just look. So, like, he, he oh, this is gets to the sideline, fights through, he's, he's still defeats again. this other guy, and then gets takes a tough angle and then makes the tackle. Like, just an, an insanely good play. And, like, he's so souped up every play. And the very next one might six and be, seven. Yeah, play seven. Oh, sorry. I'm watching on YouTube, so it's a little bit uh, delayed. Oh, well, I would think you, you know, yeah, it's like a 20-second delay. Yeah. Okay. So – and I love how much crap he talks too. Like when he when 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 he beats you, he lets you know. Like I, I love it. Yeah. So yeah, and then just, dude, he totally completely stonewalls a dude off the line of scrimmage, and then he gets two guys down the sideline. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's very he's very souped up and and amped up. And apparently, he's a very high character dude too. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm very high on that signing as well. Listen, there's different ways to spend the cap, and point is, is when you spend the cap, spend it on good players. You know, as long as you spend it on good players, you know, you'll be all right. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it's sometimes it's tough to watch the chat and then also be in sync with dude. With you're you. telling me, <laughs> dude, you're managing all of it. <laughs> I'm getting texts from Savo while doing call in studio while doing the chat while putting up plays. Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, so all right. while looking up the topics, so is there anybody else you want to hit on? <laughs> we still got uh, you can Te- Tevin Coleman. This is what we're going to do. Okay. Let's, how many people do you have on your list? Uh, we said, we didn't talk about Coleman. We didn't talk about, um, no, 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 no. Hold on. Where are our drafted guys? I know I have it in my notes. I know I have Jonathan Marshall, Rasheed Jr. This is what I'm going to do. Eastman. I'm going to start. I'm going to go through these guys. I'm going to give you a 30 second timer. That's all you have. That's it. No, we'll get, we'll do a minute. How about we just? How about we just maybe maybe revisit them at the end of the show? Maybe. It's uh, not we, could, we we could we could get through the other stuff first. Fine. How about we do that? All right. Next. <laughs> All right. So what's next? Uh, next is mid updated thoughts. Um, Morgan Moses. Thoughts. Reviewed it came Dude, out yesterday. It was on Fourth of July. Yeah. Go out and watch it. Yeah. Watch, watch that one. Is the whole thing available? Or. You guys, guys, you guys really got to subscribe. You people, if you're, there, there if you're really, dude, all right, let me just say this to all the people in, in the chat right now. If you're watching a, a live stream about the Jets on a Monday at seven o'clock, that strikes me that you're a pretty passionate Jets fan. And if you're not, and if you really want to know more about your team, you really got to be watching Joe Blewett's uh, film breakdowns. You'll learn a lot. I mean, I like to think I know a pretty good amount about football, but I learn a lot from watching them. Anyway. Appreciate that. Okay. So um, what was your question now? I'm sorry. I, just, I lost my. I don't know if he's new. I know Frank is not new, new, but maybe he's newish to some opinions. He said, I love to see what this coaching staff makes of bless Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to make the team. So uh, we'll see. Um Dude, but, Joe, Joe manages to talk about Bless Austin pretty much in every review. He's just like, so bad. He's dude, just you're so talking, bad. You'll be talking about like a defensive lineman and you could bring up Bless Austin out of the <laughs> That's how much vitriol you have for him. I, he's just so he's just so bad and so overrated by fans because he makes like one hit and will miss the next four tackles, but that doesn't matter. Um, so Morgan Moses, what are your thoughts on the film again? So I agree with you um, in terms of, and I know you'll probably get to this. There's a reason he was signed for a max of $5.3 million. He is good. And I said this in review, go watch it. Um, 
I think he's more in that 12 to 15 range, maybe 10 to 15 range than he is as a top six guy. Like it might've been a little bit of an outlier last year for him. Um, he's yeah. above average, but he's not some elite great tackle. Like he's above average to which average, is an upgrade, which is, an, which upgrade. is an upgrade and which is great. But people talk about him like he is a surefire top 10 right tackle in the league. Yeah. Settle down. He's good, just not great. What What were your thoughts like? Kind of yeah, overall, there there were times when I was really impressed. Like uh, like he's a big dude, six six three thirty. Sometimes you'll watch when they'll they'll do like a pin and pull, and he'll get outside, and like he moves pretty well in open space for a big dude. Like sometimes, like when he gets in on a combo block or a double team, like you know because he's big and powerful. He's knocking people over. If he gets his anchor in on you and gets both his hands on, you're done. You're done. Yeah, There's you're no done. way you're getting by him. Um, so Joe Douglas is trying to build an identity. Like he, he's trying to build a big tough. Like when he said a couple of years ago, when he got hired, we're, we're always going to be good in the trenches. Like he meant what he said. He's trying to do it. Um, one thing that bothered me was how much he tried to always shoot his outside arm first. And he, and that was a problem to 20, Kyle, and I said this in the review. I said it specifically. Again, subscribe so you probably didn't get it to this point. I said specifically to you, when I, and I just watched 2019 that at this point. I said, if he starts to widen with the outside punch instead of open with the outside punch, he'd be more successful. We saw more of him widening with the outside punch with, with that outside foot in 2020, and he was more successful. But there are pro- – like, his athleticism is is okay, but it's not it's not great. Um, his hands are high and wide sometimes. Like he's not, I, I would say in terms of like a run blocker, I think he's a little bit overrated in terms of like, oh, he blows up guys because his hands are his hands and his leverage, he's always high. Um, yeah. I like him. Again, there are people in the chat who probably go, go crazy, whatever. He's great, but I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying top 10. If you had to bet Kyle based on watching his film, would you say he's gonna be a top 10 left right tackle next year? Not PFF, I don't give a shit. No. Top ten, or would you if say he was, he's in that ten to fifteen a, range? If he was a top ten right tackle, there's no way he would got. He's not getting. He's not getting three point three point six million dollars with, yeah. with five point three as a max. Like you have to be realistic. He's again an upgraded tackle, a decent tackle, maybe maybe a solid tackle, but just 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 pump it a little bit. Um, I like the signing. Now, like listen, like my one of my biggest concerns with the sign with with uh, the Jets team was, and no matter what you want to say, if you're going to be a fan with green goggles on, whatever. You have to be slightly, at least if it's if it's five percent, ten percent, twenty percent, whatever it is, slightly concerned about Beckton's weight. Um, and I know he looked great. That picture that came out about him the other day, he was yoked up, but still, he's still like three sixty yoked up. Um, you want tackle or, or or depth at tackle, regardless, even without Beckton. They didn't have that. They had McDermott as the backup and a, and a Doga, so it was a massive problem. They brought in Moses. Now Fant is your is your swing tackle. And you have great tackle depth. You have great guard depth. You have pretty good depth all in the offensive line. So it's, it's fantastic. Um, and I said it in the review, I think to build the Jets' best offensive line, I think Moses right guard, Fant right tackle is better than GVR right guard and, and Moses right tackle. I think that combo is better. I don't think it will happen because Moses came here to play right tackle, you know, future earnings, you get more as a tackle than a guard, et cetera, et cetera. But I think he could play. I just don't think it will happen. Um, and I like the sign. Love the sign. It might end cut, up. Ha- it might end up happening if injuries happen. They cut Crowder, or they cut Crowder's salary. They got uh, Crowder's salary cut is Morgan Moses. Like that's what it was. Um, if not even less, or maybe a tiny, tiny bit more. Um, but like a plus signing. 
I just don't want people to think he's going to be a top five right tackle, absolutely dominating every play. I think he's a little bit more of a slightly above average player, you know, because like, listen, you look at his numbers, you know, if you're a PFF guy, whatever, um, you know, 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, he was average, like whatever the grade was, was, was average 65, 60, whatever it is. Something um, like that, yeah. He jumped up in, in 2020. And I think he had like a really good game against Shaq Barrett. I think he got beat more than people realize against, uh, against JJ Watt, but overall, Still, I watched the review. I was DeMarcus, very, well, that was 2019. Lawrence, sorry. 19, he got dominated. Yeah, yeah. He got dominated. But so, again, very happy with it. But just as to reference one of our shows on our, on our, uh, on our website, um, cool the Jets a little bit. There you go. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Now, he's a good player. I mean, like, dude, I th- it might have been our last live stream. If it wasn't that one, it was the one right before that. We were talking about Fant, and we were talking about like how Fant is such a big upgrade over what the Jets had in recent years. Like, we're talking about a really big upgrade, but we still said that he's still below average, right? I mean, we're not acting like this is a great player or whatever, yeah. Yeah. but there is something to be said for not being horrible because there are so many horrible offensive linemen starting in the league. Right, like you were talking about the when you were doing your Feeney review, you were talking about how the whole Chargers offensive line is terrible. Oh my god! I would say that Pouncey, when <laughs> oh Pouncey's health, when Pouncey's healthy, he's not horrible. I don't know if he was in he he might not have been in some of those games that you were talking about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but anyway, um, so like there's so there's a ton of terrible offensive line play in the NFL. Fans not terrible. He's below average, and now you're getting an upgrade to slightly above average, which is a win. Yeah, because you still got Fant too. And you still got a good cap situation. And we're, we're offensive linemen get and hurt. And if and if Becton does get hurt, slant uh fans played uh left tackle, you know, back to his days with the Seahawks. He played it a couple games last year. You could slide him over there and you know, you're gonna be a little worried, but you're not gonna be it's not like you're putting Connor McDermott out there. Then you're really worried. Yeah. Uh we have a guy, Ken Secondary. Uh, he said Jets fans laugh my ass off. I don't I don't think we've been biased in the show at all. I think we've been hammering the Jets players more than we've been praising them. So I guess uh, look at how we were talking chat. about joiner and stuff, right? Yeah, you know, and we still have 132 viewers. You know, the the people in here who don't get offended by that stuff, there are people out there who like see people talk bad about the Jets and will like click off, like, oh, can't have that in my life because the Jets have been great over the years. Like if you we try to be honest, um He did talk very highly about Kenny Yaboa, Joe. I mean yeah, watch the review. It's literally it's literally on film. I, I can't. Well, I guess I could delete it, right? But it's it's out there. Um, so people talking about somebody said. I, I guess Frank said uh, he's he's he, he thinks he's on the um sign a glove train. Who's the glove? I don't. Is that uh, Gary Payton? I don't know. He's, I think he's talking about corners because he was a guy, a guy on Bus Austin. So Frank, if you really want to depress yourself, I, I think it's I think you can find it like this. Go to Twitter if you have Twitter. Type in at Jor B31 and then type in Austin and then thread <laughs> and then just watch it or just continue to watch the show because if he plays this year, you'll, you'll see he and me and Marcus Coleman would watch. And again, you don't have to trust me on those shows, whatever. I did it with a guy who played 11 years in the NFL. I think he knows who he's talking about. We, we were, we were flabbergasted for lack of a better term uh, about how bad some of his technique was like, he's just not it. And then his cousin, I think he's going to make Twitter. the team. He was, I, he was a McCagney draft pick. A preview to my roster prediction, plus Austin is not on the Jets roster because he is that bad to me. Yeah. Um, he was able to stick last year because they just had just not good players nothing. around him. But all these influx of new Joe Douglas drafted guys with a new head coach, he's out. 
Uh, Eagle Fang, white, uh, he has to get ready for the, for the Lightning game. Um, he's a Lightning fan. He's from Florida, Jets fan. He's not going to explain to me one day. Uh, but I was going to shout out. I was going to shout out Eagle because he, uh, he timestamps our shows during the season, which is, which is fantastic. Wow. He always comments on YouTube channel, like videos, but I'm pretty sure he has a subscription. So I don't know if he comments on YouTube, but also watches the, the Vimeo. I don't, I don't know. Um, to keep moving on. The one question I have about Moses that is really interesting to me. I don't know if you've seen his, his uncovered body, Kyle. It, yeah, yeah I did. I did. Yeah. So 76. My concern is he wears 76. He has it literally tattooed on his body. You cannot get rid of that. Fant just lost his starting starting job. He wears seventy six. Is he going to lose his starting job and give Moses his number, or what does Moses know. do about his number? Like, what do you? Like, does he wear seventy? And and eight? dude, didn't 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 is Fant on a two or a three year deal? Um, I think it's a I think I think it's a three. That's really a two. Okay. I mean, it's a two. That's just a two. But well, he's got he, he's right, gone. So year. it could it could be a three, right? Potentially. So fans technically even under contract longer than Moses is too. So why the hell would he give it up to him? He's making more money than him. I'm making yeah. more money. I'm going to give it up. To, uh, no, he's not. I think, listen, I mean, maybe Moses was 76 all his life and maybe that number will always mean something to him. It's a three, it's a three-year contract with 13 million guaranteed. Okay. 13.7. Yeah. I mean, so like, even if he has it on his back, it's not like he has to feel bad about it or whatever. Like, listen, I was 76. I made my money wearing 76. It's whatever. And maybe fans cut next year. Moses, Moses signs a contract and he, and he, and he redoes that number. Um, maybe. Moving on. Um, unless you want to hit on anything else with Moses. There's not, there's, you don't want me. That review was 74 two plays. It's like 72 70, plays. Two plays. We go over a lot. Let's just, let's just say that. Um, quick before we, well, this is, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll hit these pretty quick. Then we're getting to Donald's team versus Wilson and some of the stuff where we have to do these topics because we're running out of time before we get to the season. Um, helmets. Really quickly, I know there's going to be a lot of opinions in the chat. You've seen the black with a black face mask. You've seen the white with the white face, face mask. You've seen the, the the throwback Jet logo, which I like the most. Like, which is, Do you have an opinion on what uniform you want the Jets to go back to? The helmet, the secondary helmet. Um, I said this before. I don't know if you're a big like aesthetics guy. There's a lot of people who I know who don't play sports. Like, I don't care what they wear. I don't care what Scott numbers they, they wear. Just win. Scott Mason. A lot of people we're, we're buddies, Scott, so I'm going to call you out on that. Okay, that's fine. A lot of people who like that didn't play sports to me because, like, Kyle, like when you played in sports, like the day you guys like pick your jersey number was like an dude, exciting day. Dude, dude I'll say, dude, day. I'll say this. Um, so I don't know about you and how you guys did it at modern day. You know, modern day prep. You know, big time high school. <laughs> do you mind sharing how much it costs to go to modern day? Talk about modern day in, in Middletown. Isn't that where you went to school? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I was looking at the chat again. I got distracted. How much did it cost to go there? Dude, uh, I think like 12 a okay. year. Just curious. Anyway, um, so I don't know. Maybe you guys have really nice jerseys or whatever. My Pretty solid jerseys. My sophomore and junior year of high school, like we had like standard jerseys. But like if you wanted your own, if you wanted to pick your number and you wanted your own name on your jersey, you had to pay for it. And I, I think it was like 80 bucks per jersey. I loved having my name and number. So I always paid. 80 bucks for the home jersey. 80 oh, that's, bucks that's for an the easy, away that's jersey. an easy buy. Yeah, right? Like easy buy. You get to pay. I, I couldn't understand like there were so many people who would go to practice every day, go to all the games, put in all that work and you you can't fork over 80 bucks or 160 bucks to 
to pick your own number. Like, but some people just didn't care yeah. that much. So I, I'm very much into it myself. And dude, my senior year, like we got like sti- we we got like stitched jerseys. They were yeah. really nice. Um, so I, yeah, I'm big on the, the, the reinforced like shoulder area. Cause like it goes over the pads. <laughs> so like, I'm really big into it. Um, personally, uh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta address this really quickly before I don't know if he's going to leave the stream and I don't want him to say it necessarily over the chat. Who? One, two comments. Jason Reeves says just X factor is a channel that makes me decide whether to pay for NFL Sunday ticket to watch the jets. I will not get an NFL Sunday ticket this year. So you're saying you're going to watch all the reviews. Cool with it. Now with that, somebody in the chat, I don't know if you know where I live. But somebody says, I live up the street from Modern Day. I don't think you know how cl- – I am five minutes from Modern Day. So uh, that's – you don't have to tell me, but I am like very, 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 very close. Actually, I'll just say it because it doesn't really matter because nobody's going to find my house. I live off of Harmony Road, if you know where that is. Um, you live up the street from Modern Day. You sh- if you don't know where Harmony Road is, then there's a problem. But somebody in the chat lives absurdly close to my house. Um, but continue. I'm sorry. I, I had to see it. I had to address it before he left the chat. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm definitely big on aesthetics. I, I- – and I agree with you. I really love the single digit numbers on like mm. skill players and stuff. I always love that. Um, but in terms of these specific jet, like I don't really have a strong take because I'll say this. I hate the throwback Titans uniforms. I think they're really ugly. So I think they're Not ugly, but like, I, I kind of like them at the same time. I don't know what it is. Cause it's like a change up and stuff. And I kind of get that. Like, Oh, it's there, there's something kind of vintage. They had some really good games in them. If we're being honest, uh, you know, yeah. I think back to, you know, wasn't one of those games where Brett Favre threw for like uh, six touchdowns or whatever? Weren't they wearing the Titans? Yeah, I'm uniforms? so I'm so bad with some recall of like some of that stuff. But, but I, yes. I th- if I'm not mistaken, I think yeah. that was one of them. Cardinals. Yeah, he had six, tu- was six it passing touchdowns. They put up like 56 points in that game or something like that. Um, anyway, uh, and also I know people love the '90s Jets uniforms. I'm not huge on them. Like I don't dislike them. And it's really before I started really watching the team really closely, but I'm just not in love with those either. So I'm happy that they're going to do some kind of alternative this year. And I kind of, you know, kind of missed that, but I don't know that I really have a strong take, but I'm curious to hear yours. I want the, like, and I know a lot of like the older fans don't necessarily like associate the throwback, like Jets logo type stuff um like the plane and all that like to good uniforms because like they went through a lot of shit with those but those are the most aesthetically pleasing to me so if they can use those as throwbacks i would absolutely love it um so that's what that's what i want to see again not uh, I, I like the black with the black face mask i like the white with the white face face mask like they're all um pretty nice and i think in the future you know in 20 years going back to the to the jerseys of like you know the early 2000s and even you know as recently as like what 2019 we switched those jerseys are really clean, like really clean. They just got old, you know. Um, the white on white is is clean, but I hate the white with the pickle pants. I hate the pickle pants. Yeah, I don't know hate anybody that. who I don't know anybody we always who does. Sucked. To be honest, we always sucked wearing white on green. Ever? I don't. Is there one game that just played with good with white on green? I can't think of any. <laughs> they might have beat in 2016 when they were horrible. I think they beat the 49ers in San Francisco. Colin Kaepernick okay. and Chip Kelly, but I mean. Um, yeah. Jason said it's not a negative comment in terms of the Sunday ticket. I, uh, Sunday ticket. I am saying it's it's good and honest content. I just don't want to waste my money on Sunday ticket. Don't waste your money on Sunday ticket. Waste your money here. <laughs> it's not a waste. Um, that Spend kid said your he, money here. The kid lives off. He lives on the road. I'm off of. So we. we How do you I know he's a kid? Upset. You're calling him a kid. That's that's offensive. He could be. He, he could be. He could be. 
he could be 70 years old, but I don't, I don't know, but I live very close to you. So, you know, the last couple of days was rough. Cause I, I usually like sleep before work. Cause I work midnights, dude, my neighborhood is like Baghdad and with, with fireworks. Like oh. it sounds like Baghdad. Like it is absurd. I um, you meant from a safety perspective. No, no, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good spot. It's a pretty good spot. Um, so that didn't make sense to me when you said it. So that's why people, um, white on white, black on black. Yeah, of course. I'm talking about throwback stuff. All white, white socks. Yeah, the, the all white is super, super clean. I, I like it a lot. Um, okay, moving on. Talk about the helmets a little bit. Flight 2021, oh. something that, that Kyle wanted to discuss. So let's hit it quickly. It was a month ago, so it's a little bit old. But um, what are your what are your quick thoughts on it? I I, I think it was like I, I think I gave like a like a B B plus. Like I think it was good. There was some there was certain stuff I didn't want to see as much of, like talking about COVID. Like I didn't really care about that as much. There was some like some draft stuff I want to see a little bit deeper. Um, the Salah interview, me personally, I want to see more of that instead of just like two questions. Kind of. Um, there was some stuff I liked. There was some I I didn't. I, I give like a solid like. 89 overall grade you know oh i thought it was God. good what are you talking about dude i would give this like a 72 if that really dude it wasn't dude tell me this wasn't staged bro i, I kid you not they staged those coach inter like when you know they tried to make it seem like it was going to be like a hard knocks type of thing like you watch hard knocks they're they got those camera crews in there filming all the time right they're filming all the time now i know it's a little bit different because it's training camp and versus like they're showing the jets draft process and you don't want the jets draft board to get out there. But like you tell me you're watching those coaches. It wasn't like a real debate or anything like that. You could tell the camera crew, like told the coaches, all right, guys, we're filming now. And you could tell that they were like kind of putting on an act. You know, it's the funniest thing every single draft pick they do. And it's so, it's so awkward every time. And this isn't even about flight 2021. It's, Woody Johnson, hey man, we're uh, we're we're really glad to have you. Uh, everybody's clapping in the background. Nobody's clapping. Everybody's like, oh. <laughs> okay, we're good. <laughs> like, why why is that a thing? Like, nobody was clapping. Uh, Dude, it's just so well, awkward. That's, yeah, that but, shows him being out of touch. Yeah, it was it was a it was a B grade for me. It was it was okay. Um, it it's interesting because you like you know? the team, but but here's my thinking. Like, would you watch that if it wasn't if you weren't a Jets fan? Like, no. no. But I watch Hard Hell Knocks no. because Hard Knocks is much better shot because it's not taking like the the biased team perspective. Like, it's just like Hard more, Knocks is showing like Hard Knocks is showing everything. Like, you can't see the the here's the big difference. Like, if you're a coach, like you gotta coach and and do what you're gonna do. Like, there's cameras there. Like, you can't like there's no time when the cameras aren't there pretty much. So like you can't change up how you're going to act or whatever. that's what makes hard knocks. Good. This was like, they let them, they let them film very specific moments. So whenever the cameras were on, they changed how they were going to say things and everything was all staged. It was just a big presentation. And I just didn't find it that interesting to be honest. Like I was just like, okay, whatever. Um, and I just wanted to say, like one thing that just popped into my mind was like, I used to watch, like I used to have the jets app. I still do have the jets app on my phone. I don't really go on it, but I used to watch like every player interview, every coach interview. I used to watch all those. Like I'm talking like years ago. I feel like this, you didn't get, you didn't get much more information out of this than you. If you, if you just go on your app and you watch all those player and coach interviews, you'll get the same amount of information that you get. Like you didn't get any really behind the scenes stuff. I don't think. Yeah. It wasn't as more, it wasn't as much like behind the scenes stuff. They built you. it up. It was as it was going to be that way. Like, 
they yeah. built it up as like, oh, behind the scenes of the magic off season. It just wasn't that. So yeah, it was like, oh, Elijah Vera Tucker going into Godzilla mode. Like, you know, okay. <laughs> I don't, yeah, it was, it was okay. You know, but I think as a Jets fan, like you get more pumped up about it just because you're, you're a fan. Um, Jets X Factor comments said best solution is, is this instead of Sunday ticket, which is hundreds of dollars, Jets X Factor is $50 and NFL game pass is $50. Uh, if you need, if you have Jets X Factor, you shouldn't need NFL game pass. Like, listen, watch the games fine but after that like there's so many how many things on on broadcast do you not like or how many things on film do you not see on broadcast Kyle? Like, it's, it's absurd like safeties corners like all that if you have no idea what how they're actually playing you just see them when they're on the screen which is why when bus Austin makes a big hit people think he's good you just didn't watch all the plays he got completely burned hey um, uh steven said he 100 percent agrees with me yep well it was pretty obvious steven you know um Thank you for agreeing with me. And Yosh Breed, uh, is it Jets Propaganda? Of course it is. Hey, by the way, guys, there's a book called Propaganda. It's a very famous book written by Edward Bernays, who is the founder of Modern Public Relations. <laughs> Propaganda and pro- public relations go hand in hand. So, so yes, it is. This is what we're going to do now. Um, we are going to bring up Darnold's team coming into the league versus Wilson's team. Um, I'm gonna pull up a roster. Uh, Kyle, overall thoughts, like your quick thoughts before I before I pull it up about the situation overall that uh, uh, Wilson's walking into versus what Donald walked into. Oh my God, it's unbelievably better, unbelievably better. Um, you can only, I mean, listen, we knew what Bowles was by that point. Bowles was clearly not a good coach and he clearly wasn't an offensive coach and he clearly wasn't interested in really doing something new and innovative on offense and trying to maybe gear towards stuff that Darnold did in college. I mean, he, he got a guy who was out of the league for what close to a decade or something like that to come and coach Darnold. I mean, how did you think that was going to go? So we have to assume, even though, there's relative unknowns in terms of Salah as a head coach, LaFleur as an offensive coordinator, that the coaching is going to be, I would say, at least decently better. I think that's a fair assumption to make. I know it is an assumption, but I'll go ahead and make it. So there you go right there. Um, in terms of the running back situation, you know. Um, I'll, bring Jets- it, I'll bring it up. I'm going to bring up a Samini article. Oh, okay. Um, just because it, it has like all the players like kind of in one like in, in grouping it's the first one i found um obviously we don't have to talk about quarterbacks really you could you could talk about uh to me and this kind of depends on like overall like moving forward and stuff like that i would rather have josh mccown than what they have now to be completely honest as the backup quarterback like I want oh, something better that's in, a in fair there. point so that's a very i would point. give that to donald to be completely yeah. honest mm-hmm. um but now if like obviously we could we could go into coaching staff all of that coaching staff. Yes. GM. Yes. Direction. Yes. All that, like much more positive. Um, we, I think everybody in the chat would, would all agree with um, now in terms of the, the running backs, this is, this is one that I think is pretty interesting um, yeah, in is. terms of, in terms of like for this year versus going forward, I think for just a year, again, people are going to kill me. <laughs> I think this is much closer than people think it is. I might take Powell and Crowell, over what the Jets have now. I like Carter. I do. We didn't talk about Coleman. Very much a jag at this point. Let, let's be honest. You know, Josh Adams, a jag. P. Ryan, a jag. I think Ty Johnson could be pretty good. 
Um, and I think that, um, you know, obviously Carter could be pretty good. I, I like Carter a lot. But in terms of putting Bilal Powell and Cruel behind the Jets offensive line now with the skin they have now, um, I think it's pretty, pretty even. It's not like the Jets, like people talk about the Jets running back room, like it's so great. Like it's still bottom 10 in the league, in, in my opinion, overall. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, this is a great point. I mean, listen, Bilal Powell, he was tremendously underrated throughout his career. Um, you, you did a lot to kind of build him up and and fight the good fight and kind of give him his credit where it was due. But, um, yeah, I mean, listen, if we're comparing Powell and what he was for a couple of years with the jets, he was a player who kept getting better and better and better as his career went on until, you know, injuries and stuff kind of, you know, did him in, but he never got enough carries. I mean, at this point, Michael Carter is an unproven mm-hmm. and so is Ty Johnson at this point, a bunch of Jags. So I could definitely see why, you know, someone would pick um, Powell. And Again, we're trying to be, we're, we're trying to be completely unbiased here. Um, and I think for one game right now, if I had to pick Powell or Corell over Carter, Coleman, all those guys, I would probably pick Powell and Corell. Um, Corell, I was not a fan of for a lot of reasons, but he was actually a decent you know, running back, um, that big he had his moments. Broncos, what, Definitely had his moments. yards. Yeah. Um, Chris Ivory, by the way, is one of my favorite Jets of all time. I, I love Chris Ivory. Um, yeah, he was, he fun, was man. piss poor offensive lines, but Coleman again, like you watch that, like how bad is he is at cutting sometimes like in short condensed the spaces, big, the big, long strides, dude. dude. Yeah. My God. Um, so he's a, he's a Jag. He just says, um, Fullback Lawrence say, Thomas. Yeah, I I think he's probably washed. I don't think he's going to get back to what he was. But dude, 2019 season, and even in the Super Bowl too. Like when he's on, he's on. And like if he gets to the second level, like he's got really good breakaway oh, speed, yeah. and yeah. he can he can barrel people over. So I know he's not the biggest dude in the world, but you, one of the things you pointed out in your review too is like he kind of falls forward. You even brought up Bilal Powell too in your review, mm-hmm. but. I mean, wh- uh, being a running back to one of the biggest things is just getting beyond the line of scrimmage. And at this point in his career, the, the whole big strides thing, that's not something he's going to be able to correct. And I just, I don't, I don't no. know that he has the level of explosion that he used to have. So I won't be shocked if he even, he doesn't make the team. He probably will, but he's going to make it. I he think. could even uh, be like a mid season cut after he gets hurt. I could see that happening. Lawrence Thomas. I'm going with Wesco over Lawrence Thomas. Let's just say it's Wesco. I don't even remember Lawrence Thomas. He was the D end or D tackle or whatever, who then switched oh, the yeah, fullback that one right. year. That's right. Um, tight end. Uh, I'm taking the Jets tight ends now. And that's literally because of Tyler Croft. Like that's all I have to say here. Jordan Leggett um, sucked. Jordan Leggett sucked. Tomlinson sucked. Neil Sterling sucked. And people um, used to build up Tomlinson like he was a good blocker when he baby was Gronk. nothing of the kind. Baby Gronk. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I, they still have Herndon, who should be better than he is as a rookie year. Obviously, he was expected to progress, but necessarily didn't. But still, you still have Herndon. Uh, I'm taking Croft. Um, you can even kind of flex in Wesco there. So I think that the tight ends aren't – listen, this is, this is probably the worst tight end group in the league in 2017, where the Jets might be bottom five. Again, let's be honest. You know, some efficiencies I'm going to gloat over receiver, defensive end, like some of that stuff I'll, I'll gloat over tight end running back, n- not doing it. I think Carter again, could be very good. He's a rookie, you know? So, um, tight end group, I'm taking the 2020 jets. Agree. Um, receiver. <laughs> Dude, this is like, there's no this comparison. Is, 
and we'll talk about this in a little bit because I want to talk about this versus, versus other teams in the league. Um, so we don't have really have to get into this because we're going to get a much deeper discussion about receiver. The Jets easily win this. I think at what point, minus Robbie Anderson, do you take any one of these receivers even on the roster with the Jets this year? I don't. I would take Barrios over all those guys. And this is this is Anunwa being injured. Anunwa. He's not really on the media on the team. Okay, so you're not counting him. I'm taking him over Curse in 2018. I'm taking him over Prime. Oh, yeah. Robert. Well, I'm then, taking him over Peak. Yeah. The only thing I would quibble with was Quincy, but yeah. Dude, Peak was one of my least favorite Jets. That dude couldn't catch a cold, man. No, he was so bad. He, he was that, bad that, at everything. That drop, that drop pick versus the Vikings where it went for an interception. <laughs> Oh, dude, man, dude, he was bit in terms of, I know he was okay on special teams and that's why he kind of stuck, but as a receiver literally was not good at anything. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely taking the jet. That's, that's a blowout. I think running back tight end are pretty close offensive line. Absolute blowout. Kelvin Beecham overrated James Carpenter. I was on that bus early was massively overrated by jets fans because I'm not gonna mention names, but a few names put out like one good play of him and everybody just took it verbatim. Like, like that it was, it was gold and said he was good. He was terrible. Um, especially as, as he got more into his jets career, which was only what three years. Um, Spencer long, God awful. Brian winters consistently injured and bad. Uh, Branchell bad quality, bad Dozier, bad Harrison, bad <laughs> Ben Braden, bad. Like, <laughs> The Jets, is there any starter? There's not one starter on this on this team or backup that would take over one starter or backup on, on the Jets team. Obviously, you can't take Beecham Carpenter to be backups, but even Carpenter, like I probably I would probably take like, take Feeney and and Alex Lewis over Carpenter that year. Like he I know Beecham is starting at right tackle right now for the Cardinals, but I would take George Fant over Beecham. Oh, hell yeah. 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 Beecham was overrated. Like they, oh, he's a good tackle. He was he was like below average at best. He would just he's so and you would take Van Rotten over Winters. Yeah, Van yeah, Roten over Winters. Um, and he's and he's somebody who's been getting trashed by fans recently. I think it's because of the whole offensive line upgraded. If you were talking about like, talk about GVR, like he doesn't deserve to be on a football field. Again, difference between a bad backup, a bad starter. He's a lower tier starter, but he deserve he's a starter on a bad team or, or as a he's a bad right guard as a starter, but he's not dreadful. Like he's okay. Um, so there's not one starter or one backup. I would take over one Jet starter or backup in this group. That this is a this is a terrible group to walk in. This is the year. Where they were like 32nd of 32. And next year, too, they're like 32nd of 32. Um, so, you know, I know I didn't, I've done a lot to show on Darnold, but man, he was really put in a bad situation. And this is like when we were trying to like convince ourselves, you know, like, oh, you know, like Shell could really take a step up, you know, Winters, hopefully he's healthy. Spencer Long was kind of confusing though, because his, his, and again, I, I'll be very transparent 2018 versus 2021 in terms of what I knew about offensive line, very different. Um, but Long wasn't terrible. For, was, it, was the, it was the Redskins, right? And he mm-hmm. came to the Jets and was bad, bad. Um, and then he went to the Bills after the Jets, and he was really horrible as well. Defensive line, um, obviously we're taking the Jets now. Steve McClendon is somebody who was massively underrated by fans um, because it's not a sexy position, but it's not even a comparison. You know, Mike Pennell, I think, was good too. Henry Anderson in this year was actually good. Fado Kasi was what a rookie or a second year player this year. Good. McClendon. Good. Like this wasn't a bad defensive line, um, but the jets have like a top three, top five. The count. big difference is Carl Lawson. Like you actually have a true edge rusher now. Yeah. Well that, and like you add on rankings, you know, you have yeah. even Curry, Curry and Blair, like you don't have those guys here. So we'll get into that too um, later. So we won't um, talk about it a ton now inside linebacker. The jets aren't great there um, in terms of like their second guy. 
Well, they don't really have a second guy because it's a four three. But dude, Avery um, was really good this year. I yeah, we're Avery Williamson stands. He 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 was really good. But I'm taking C.J. Mosley over Williamson. Uh, and then yes, who, yeah, who is yeah. Jets even like backup in his? <laughs> they have nobody at in, at linebacker right now. I'll tell linebacker. you what, I'll take him over Darren Lee. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking I'm taking who who would Blake Cashman who came into the field. I'll take um, him over Darren Lee, uh, uh, Neville Hewitt, whatever. Well, um, outside linebacker, this is kind of like the end, you know, in this system. Outside linebacker, I think is the most translatable in a three-four to a four-three defensive end. I'm obviously taking the Jets defensive ends: Blair, Lawson, um, Curry, Huff, etc. Over Jenkins, Josh Martin, Brandon Clipland, and Jeremiah Tachu. <laughs> like this is such a bad. This is so bad. Like some of the Jets. Who did Tachu play for before he became the Jets? Was it the Chargers? I'm or the Colts? Remember. I think he went to the Chargers, but he played for the Colts before that, or vice versa. I, I could be wrong. Something in the chat will help us out. I'm sure. Uh, which we'll get back to in a second. Um, yeah, Eagles sorry, usually really good with that. He remembered. Um, he remembered that center that we couldn't remember his name. Who is Eagle? He's gone. He's watching the Lightning. That's uh, right. We're getting ready to um, safety. I'm taking this this Jets team. This is this is an area along you're with about, you, you take 2018, 2018 yeah, Jets. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You know, obvi- no obviously, doubt. there's nobody close to to Jamal Adams on the Jets team now, and. Colleague, again, this is a situation where we might we might see, and I agree with this. Uh, Yosh Breed never saw to see the combo, or never got to see the combo of uh, Mosley and Avery. That's something we're both really excited for because we liked Avery a lot. Um, and then, of course, that was it the, th- the second preseason game. He gets injured versus the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, freak Brutal. injury. Yeah, freak his injuries. Guy, I mean, his own guy. It was it name. was that corner who played like absolutely out of control all the time. Of course, was the guy to blow his knee. I don't out. remember. I his forget. Knee. I, yeah, I forget his who it was. Dixon, Brandon Dixon. Maybe. I might be right. Some 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 of help us. I felt really bad for Avery when that yeah. happened. Um. Yeah, but Jamal, like people were saying, like, oh, well, again, take out fan bias, take out everything. If you had one player for one game, does Jamal is Jamal Adams a better player than Marcus May? Yes, oh no! Is. There's no doubt, no doubt. People and I because PFF came out with it. Whatever, Marcus May was rated six. Jamal Adams was eighth. Jamal Adams is a very, 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 very good player. Not the best coverage guy, but in terms of impact, he's better than Marcus May. Um, and with that being said, you're taking Jamal Adams, Marcus May over the combination the Jets have of of Joiner and and May or Joiner and Davis. Maybe the depth is better. The third, I, I would take Davis or Joiner over Middleton, Brooks, or Wilcox. Um, but honestly, like you, you liked Middleton and Brooks wasn't a bad player either. And he's, he's actually gotten better over his career too. Like yeah. he's had a couple of picks against the jets since he's came to the Patriots. Um, a lot now, of those picks against Sam Darnold corner. <laughs> God, it is both like bottom of the league. Uh, I would say this team, I guess, or would you, I, this is, this is, this is hard. Uh, Tremaine Johnson was brutal. Claiborne was brutal. Screen was yeah. brutal. I'm yeah. taking the Jets cornerback room this year because of the potential of the young of the of the age. Uh, it's really I, bad I, right now, though. It is really bad. Like, I like Hall, I mean, but past I, that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but they could be better. I would say going forward, I would rather take the Jets team. Well, of course, For one game. I would of rather course, take this team. and especially when you factor in contract and stuff too. Like yeah. you know, it's that's such like a Tremaine bit. Johnson's contract was killer. I, I guess this team and screen was screen was on a pretty big contract for a slot guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of want to compare, I, I think, I think receiver defensive end offensive lineman, which are all really, really important 
absolutely destroy this team. Like, like not even, it's not even comparable, like in, in no, in no sense. Um, so moving on to, so we said Jared Davis. Wait, you said, you said the special teams is not com- comparable. No, no. I was saying defensive line, oh, okay, uh, offensive line, yeah, yeah, receiver, you know, um, the kicker, what, yeah, whatever. Like Jason Myers was a lot better than anything they have now. Lacklander were, was when okay. When you when you talk about defensive line, are you just talking mostly about interior guys? Let's talk defensive line, outside linebackers, D tackles. If, if, if if we're if we're excluding Carl Lawson, because like let's say he's just strictly an edge guy, and we're just talking about guys that can play like three and also move out to five, but also could scoot it even inside of three. I don't think the gap's that big. I mean, I would still go with what we have now because of the potential of Quinnen, but like Leonard Williams was a really solid player. They still did have Fadu Kasi. Steve McClendon was still really good. I mean, Steve McClendon, like he was even better then in 2018. You're talking, talking more about like tackles. Yeah. Like if we're talking like interior D line and, and things I like think, that, I, I think that's a large, that, that really hinges upon Rankins because if Rankins gets close to 2018, this blows out of the water. Um, and I also think Quinn but that's Williams, a really big if though, it's a big if, but I'll also take, I think Quinn Williams and his ceiling, like what he's most likely going to be is a lot higher than we ever were on Leonard Williams at any point. Well, it's definitely higher for sure. Yeah. Much like, like Quinn Williams could be the, like, I, I if you tell me right now, now, would I bank on this? Maybe not necessarily. I would bank on him being a top five defensive or uh, interior defensive lineman, probably even top three. But if you told me top two, he's right there. Like, Let me fight with you for a little bit. Um, you said something in one of your reviews recently that made me think like, huh. Like it really got me thinking for a little bit. And I was like, well, I haven't watched. It's not like I watched every play of Fletcher Cox, not even anywhere close. But you're like, I would definitely take Quinn in over Fletcher Cox. And I was thinking like, I don't right know, now? man. Well, let's, there's a big age difference between the two. But like, did I preface that comment or no? No, I don't think you made it like, like, like you almost made it seem like based on the way you said it and the way I heard it was like this year, Quinn is like going to be way better than Fletcher Cox this year or like, or even last year, he was way better than what you're talking about. Like, okay. Like even like this year, next year, whatever you're talking about Quinn and Williams, who let's say what like second, second stretch of the season last year was probably, let's just say five. In terms of like the interior defensive lineman, Cox was maybe like eight. So is it a massive like jump in terms of like Cox being really bad? Maybe not necessarily, but like what Quinn showed all of last year, like I I think he's going to be a top three interior defensive lineman. I don't think Cox is that anymore. So maybe it's not to disrespect Cox in terms of like he's not a top ten interior defensive lineman. I think I think Quinn is like upper echelon, like elite uh, type guy at the end of last year. You know, let me just say this. Um, it's and it's tough because when you don't really watch all the Eagles film that closely, I, I could I can say this though. I've watched a decent amount of Eagles games like uh, on primetime because they get a lot of primetime games over the years and they play the Giants twice a year and I always get to watch those games if I want to watch those games. Mm-hmm. But like we played the Eagles not this past year but the year before. And Fletcher Cox is really dominant in that game when they played us watching we the just, coaches film. Didn't we just go over the Jets offensive line? <laughs> the last this couple is, this years? is true. But I, I never seen that level of dominance from Quinn and Williams. I just have what? what do you mean? The, the, no, I'm being serious though. Like the 49ers game? He was really good in that game. The the Dolphins game? 
I saw um, what's his face put Quentin Williams oh, on his the, ass several the, times the, in that the, game. The, the the one time where uh, what the hell's his name? Eric Flowers. You're talking about Eric. Yeah, Flowers? Eric Flowers, yeah. who's not uh, the greatest guard in the world. I don't know. I, I I think you're I think you're a little crazy with the Quentin Williams stuff. And dude, I I like Quentin Williams. I have a jersey. I've just I don't know. I I feel like this is one area of contention with me and you is. I think you just are a little bit higher on Quinny Williams or a lot higher on Quinny Williams than I am. Top five interior defense lineman in the league. This year, end of the year, top three. I truly hope so. I truly hope so. I'm just, and, and maybe he is, and maybe I'm just off my rocker with how good some other guys are and stuff. I just like, when I watch someone like Chris Jones from the Chiefs too. Dude, you ever seen him get washed on run plays? I guess I haven't seen Ugh, it enough, uh-huh. but yeah. I'm talking about, but in, in terms of <laughs> pass rush though, like I see him win in, in much more dominant ways than Quinnen does. I don't know. He, uh, I, I, we're going to do like a breakdown of like Quinnen Williams, like 60 plays. I have him last year or something. I know you got a lot. You got a lot of good ones. I'm, I'm not, I'm put I'm not trying reel. to shit on Quinnen Williams. I'm just like, I just feel that at, we as Jets fans, we don't have a lot to really look forward to. And he is the one, you know, he's one of the few shining bright lights that we had in, in recent years. And I don't know, maybe that inflated our opinions of him a little bit. False. All right. He's that good. He's that good. Um, so we have somebody, uh, Yosh, Yosh, Yosh said, do we finally beat the Eagles this year? We're going to do a schedule prediction, maybe this show, maybe next show, depending on how quick we move to the rest of the stuff. Um, I would say, yes, I think the Eagles are trash. <laughs> I, I just do. Um, so let's get into the yeah, yeah. all they do is run Jalen Hurts. Yeah, so let's let's get into this and then we're gonna get into a lot of other stuff. We still have an, we have an hour, um, a lot of stuff to cover in that hour. Um so I feel like time has flown by. I don't know about you. It always does because we get into st- stupid shit. Not it's not stupid, but we just get into to, to holes. Um wide receiver group versus the league. Now, this is we're kind of and, and I, this is like not off the top of my head, I kind of wrote some down, but like Receiver groups you'd rather have, and there's obviously two sides to the, to the story. The group we have now versus other teams, and would you rather take it going forward versus like this year? Like obviously you'd rather take some this year, but going forward, like potential, Definitely all share that your stuff. For that. It's, it's literally just in my notes. It's, it's nothing else other than that. Oh. Um, so I'll run through the ones I have written down. If anybody else can remember any of them who are really, really good, um, then, then mention it, or if you can think of any – uh, so I'll just start off with what I, what I have, um, the, our receiver group versus the Seahawks. I think it's a Seahawks both. So they so have who, Metcalf, who, they, they have Metcalf, Lockett, the third option? David Moore and Dwayne Eskridge. They drafted from North Carolina, like the third or fourth round, whatever that is. Okay. I didn't watch any. So fans. the depth is better for the jets, but in terms of Metcalf Lockett, that's yeah, a th- really good are, one, those too. Those are two top-tier guys. I mean, Metcalf is definitely a top-10 receiver. Lockett's probably like a top-20-ish receiver, right? Uh, yeah, so are we going Are we going with, with them over? You over have to ball? go with the Seahawks. You do. For this year, you have to. Would you rather Would you rather note down going forward or uh, going forward or now, like in terms in terms of where they where they rank? So I'm going to write down one. We'll do. We'll do going forward. We'll do, I still go. Seahawks. I would still say going forward because Lockett's is young relatively team. young and Metcalf is really. No, young. I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying in terms of like in terms of like seeing where the Jets actually actually rank in, in this group. So we have the Seahawks above the Jets going forward and and uh, for now. But the more important thing is about going forward because we're not expecting the sure. Jets to win this year. You know, like it's, okay. it's about the yeah, potential gotcha. they have. Um, the next group, 
which I actually can delete because it's the Falcons when I wrote this, which was a while ago, um, because we get these so many freaking topics. We never got to this. Obviously, it's just Ridley and, and Gage, and I'm taking the Jets receiver group over the Falcons right now. Yeah. Um, now, this is an interesting one that I've and, seen on Twitter. And, and Ridley's good, too, but, like, honestly, Mims has a higher upside than Ridley. And you could even argue that Elijah Moore has a higher upside than Ridley. Upside, yeah, but Ridley's obviously the best player out of all the Jets receivers right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. I'm just saying, like, if But then, like, guys- Russell Gage is one of your go-to. Like, I, the Jets, you know, have a lot better depth than them. So I'm taking the, I'm taking the Jets both going forward and, and there. Um, so I was going to start deleting the teams who, who we don't have of all of them. So now this is an interesting one. This is the one where I think we're both going to agree on the now versus going forward, the Bills. Uh, Diggs, Beasley, Sanders. I know they have another guy who's a rookie, or who's a young guy who's who's relatively young. Uh, now I'd go with the Bills going forward. Though. But now it's not, it's, 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 so it's because of Diggs and you have that legit number one. Dude, Beasley had like a thousand something yards last year or, or about but I don't think, I don't yards. think him and Crowder are that far off. I don't. Okay. And then in but, terms of Sanders, like I'm taking, I'm taking Cole over Sanders. I'm taking Mims over Sanders. I'm taking, uh, whoever, who else am I forgetting? Well, you take Elijah Keelan Moore Cole over, over Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders is like 34, and like, he's still good. He's okay. I, mean, like, well, I, I mean, don't think like, he's, he's great. still pretty good. I mean, I would take Cole to win on a route for Sanders. Man, come on. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm not trying to be biased. Oh, I, I just thought what I watched from Sanders last year with the with the Saints and some of that. I wasn't overly impressed with Sanders. He is so old. He's like he's like a good 34, maybe he's like 35. 34 man. years old. I don't I don't I don't see the the hype. But he signed what? What was his contract? It was cheap. It was cheap. But I'm two million dollars. Three million dollars. But it's still tough to say that you take Keelan Cole uh, over him, though. I am at this point. So going forward, I think it's easily the Jets. I think for one game, are, you're are you the factoring Bills. tight end into this too? No, 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 no. We're receiver, we're just receiver group. Okay. Because then the Falcons win because they have pits, I would say. But um, just receiver group. I'm going Bills going forward, but I'm taking the Jets over them. Or sorry, the Bills for now. Bill, uh, Jets going forward though, over the Bills. Definitely Bills uh, now for sure. Um, dude, this guy um uh, from Central Florida that the Bills got, he's not bad either, bro. He and he had he cooked the Jets a couple times last year too. It's like Gabe Davis, like what the hell is his Gabriel name? Gabriel Davis. Yeah, he's is not bad, Davis? bro. He's not bad. Um, honestly, I, I don't even know that. I, I, I the thing is Beasley. Beasley's probably on his last legs. You know, I mean, he's got to be. He might retire third. because like the COVID stuff. Sanders is gone, so it's it's really Diggs and you know going forward. Like next year might be Diggs and whoever that rookie is. The thing is, is Diggs is really good though. Like he's, he's a top. Really, he's really a top five, ten receiver in the league. You know, um, but they just have a lot more depth than they do. And and, said, Man- and and Manuel Sanders probably won't be back with the Bills next year. I, I might want to go with the Jets going forward, but I, I'm, I'm saying very, for, I'm taking the Jets. I'm very forward. hesitant on that, and I'm and I'm probably being a little bit biased there. And if I had watched more Gabriel Davis, maybe I I I, I could have more of a firm answer. But when you have that one top five guy who's been a top five-ish guy for a long time it's hard to pass up on that and like i i wonder what, what is i don't know what the chat i don't know that the, the chat thinks um, i haven't seen them really been commenting a lot lately this is yeah. tough for me this is tough for me though i guess we could see um, and we can I, and honestly like Diggs has a good rapport with i'm not Allen gonna too i'm not gonna delete that somebody said gitmo said it's hard to judge jets group without knowing how good more is projection based on what we've watched um two-hour review of more like i i you know we think what he's going to be um but 
we also don't know how good Davis is going to be in the new system. We don't know how good Crowder is going to be in a good system, but we're going to discuss it. So, uh, man, th- this is tough. Um, I'll just go with the Bills going forward too. I don't feel very great about saying it, but I'm just going to say it. Just okay, because because of Diggs, because of of Gabriel Davis. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Um, Cardinals, Hopkins, Green, Kirk. Uh, what? It's not, it's, what the hell's his name? Kirk. Who, who's Christian Green? Kirk. Uh, Green. AJ Green. Oh, he, he's, he's like dunked. It doesn't even count, really. If Fitz this, is, Fitz is no. so this is one where Fitz, I, I, I think this year, dude. I listen, like you have number one receivers. If you don't have a lot of guys outside of them, and you could cone them, you could bracket them. Like I think for this year and going forward, I'm taking the Jets over the Cardinals. I like Hopkins a lot, but that doesn't make up for Green and Kirk to me. Versus, versus and Kirk, Cole, Kirk, Kirk ain't nothing. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a jag, and Green yeah. is a jag at this point. So it's Hopkins versus Jets receiver group, pretty much. Who is I'm taking I'm taking the Jets on both on this one. I would say the Cardinals this year, Jets going forward. Really? I mean, Nuke is still Nuke, man. Yeah, but and, it's Nuke versus Davis, Crowder, Moore, Cole. But but listen, and we're we're saying we're saying Kirk is a jag. Um. Yeah, but like if you ask a Cardinals fan, they're probably going to say Keelan Cole's a jag. But we're we're, we're trying to, we're we're trying to come from a perspective where we actually watch these guys. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about the random guy, the egg on Twitter. You know, I'm trying to. I'm not. I'm not trying to be. That's that's like an ass of like saying we're more than that. I'm not necessarily saying that. But I'm trying to make an informed opinion. But see the th- uh, the, the the thing that for me, uh, forget AJ Green for a moment because AJ Green has always been a guy who could win from the boundary, but. Larry oh yeah, Rondell Fitt, Moore. La- Rondell Moore is in there too. The chat reminded uh, me. I appreciate that. Okay, and it's a little I, bit different, I, I, but still going, really, for, going forward, I think it's I think it's a blowout. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals this year. And, and the thing with Fitz too mm-hmm. is like Fitz is still like like he's he still plays team. a very qual. Oh, he's not in the team anymore. No, he's, he's he's a free agent. Oh really? Okay, he's not signed. Okay, then. N- so you're going I'll, at least I'll, going I'll go forward. The, I'll I'm, go with the. I'll go with. Uh, I'm saying the Jets both, but if you want to argue, I'll still go with the Cardinals this year. But going dude, forward, the Jets. I don't. I don't. It's just Hopkins, and and, and I, I honestly I didn't watch Rondell Moore, so I I can't. I don't. Okay. I can't really we're, comment on him. We're we're eliminating them regardless. Um, I'll, I'm gonna put the Bills with this above this. By the way, people in the chat that aren't familiar, Joe Blewett likes DeAndre Hopkins, but thinks he's overrated. He wins with strength and aggression. I think he's very good. Not the savviest route runner. I just don't think he's like number one in the league, like everybody thinks he is. Yeah, he's definitely not. And and I tried telling this. I tried. And by the way, I tried telling this to my dad too, because my dad was of that opinion. Yeah, I I think he's very good. But again, it just it's because of the highlight plays, the catches he makes in terms of like a snap by snap basis getting open. If there's guys physical enough to like to like meet him at the top of the route stem and not get bumped off of him, he isn't get open like you just gotta truck the ball to him and hope he gets it but in terms of like savvy route running all that stuff i just top five not not number one ever in my opinion um he's not of that elk of like of like the mosses and and even like you know the antonio browns and calvin johnson's julio jones like he's not that to me even like when odell was at his peak no i'm I'm taking odell Odell. yeah yeah okay so now uh this one i think because of the top two guys, it's a pretty easy one. Uh, with the Bucks, Evans, Godwin, Brown, Miller. I'm saying both, both going forward, just because of Evans and Godwin. 
even though I know Godwin's like about 25, 26, and Evans is like 27. How many years did Godwin? Is he just a franchise? He's franchise tag, right? And back Barrett got the new con the long term deal. I I I'm not. I think they franchise sure. Godwin. I think I, I think they franchise him too. Yeah. And they gave, and they they had a lot of big names that were set to hit free agency. The the other one they gave a big contract to was the linebacker. I'm forgetting his name at the moment. He's a good player. Um, the he, bu- oh, are you talking about are, are you talking about the Buccaneers? David? The Buccaneers. Levante, Levante David. David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think so. I think Godwin's playing under the tag this year, so it remains to be seen. Will he be back with the Bucks next year? Well, we're kind of assuming, like with the Jets team, like let's just assume. I guess like for going forward, like Cole is back and Crowder's not. Like one of them's going to be true. back. True, 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 you know, so true, true. Kind of, but um, but yeah, we'll we'll go with, we'll go with the Bucks because Crowder. Like, listen, like if you had a bet, would you say he's going to be back with the Jets this year? Probably or next year? Probably not. But he's still twenty eight years old. So like they could, you know, in theory. You know, so, I mean, if they want, if they, if he had like a tremendous, unbelievable season, they could franchise tag him. I mean, it'd be kind of dumb, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's not worth top five average. Um, so the next we're taking, so we're taking the Bucks. Okay, so the Bucks are in there. Um, now Cowboys. This is really Cooper. Mm. Well, Cooper Gallup Lamb versus what we have. Um, Cooper's getting up there in age. He's late twenties. Oh, he's young. No, he's like late twenties, right? Is it is it late twenty? But I'm just saying, like, yo, he he was drafted at like twenty, like he was super young. So like, yeah. I don't think he's old yet. Like, let's not call Amari Cooper old. Yeah, he's not. He's not old. So he's not. Like that's like Prime. we signed we signed Eric Decker when he was twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we have so we have him who's massively overpaid, but regardless, uh, he, he, that is Gallup true. who's true. probably not going to be on the team unless they can find a way. And Lamb, I'm gonna say probably the Cowboys going forward. I don't know if you'd agree with that. Yeah, I would. I would just because of. Yeah. Although, like, I feel like I haven't like really watched Gallup as closely as I should. Like, I, I remember. I think he's like we a really, were... like, I think he's like a really, really solid like number two, but like that's like nothing more. Mm-hmm. But again, this is kind of like we again have I watched every single snap of the Cowboys? No. Have I watched half their snaps? No. But and Lamb's kind of Lamb's a bit overrated too, but still a good player. Something the Cowboys. Okay. Um, next, the Rams. Okay. This is interesting. Woods, Woods Cup. Woods and Cup. Sean Jackson, who's, you know, whatever now. Did they draft? Did didn't they didn't they draft they, someone recently? Two uh, two two Atwell, and okay. Van Jefferson from from last year. But Van Jefferson going over Mims is a joke to me. It, but that's and did he do anything? I, last year? I don't think he did. The, I don't think he yeah. did much. I didn't hear his name ever. Yeah. Two two Atwell is like like literally like five seven one hundred and thirty pounds. So going forward, whatever. Um, it's really it's really Woods and Cup to me. First, okay, a little bit of two two out, a little bit of versus Van Jefferson, but um, it's Woods and Cups better better than what the Jets have going forward. And mm. now, I would say now this one's interesting. Yeah, this is like this is a hard one because like I feel like Woods and Cup are probably underrated by people, but at the same time, could it be overrated because of the system they play in? Woods is definitely underrated by people. That is Woods for is sure. Yeah. Cup. See, the thing about Cup is Cup was a PFF darling since the days he was in college. Like PFF loved him and, and really hyped him up from the get-go. And I don't know. Cup's always kind of gotten a good spot. Every time I see them in primetime games, they always talk about Cup this, Cup that. 
Um, I say so it's maybe, more the product of the system than like any, like, I don't, I don't see him like being great. He's a good player, but yeah, he's not great. I mean, and I when, think we're talking Jets, upside, Elijah Moore, Mims, they both got way higher upside than him. Yeah. I think I'm thinking the Jets going forward over the Rams. No doubt about and it. And this year, no what about this year it. though? What, what would you think? Like one game, uh, let's say end of 20, 2020, where like Elijah Moore is a little bit more it's, established. It's tough for me to say, like, just because I know what Cup and Woods are and they're both quality players. It's hard for me to say Jets this year, but I can unquestionably say Jets going forward. No yeah. doubt about it. Um, next, Steelers. I think it's a well, but honestly, I you know, I'm not factoring Corey Davis enough in this because I do like Corey, Corey Davis, Davis is a good, player. dude. He's and Marcus was pretty high on Corey Davis, and too. Honestly, like Corey Davis, like compare Corey Davis to, to Cooper Cup last year. Who's a better player? Davis to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's better than Woods, in my opinion, but he's better than so I, you know what I'll say Jets this year too. I'm gonna say Jets this year. Okay, I'm 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 pretty comfortable with that. Um so oh, I have Isaiah McKenzie. I've listed the Bills twice, and the second time I put Isaiah McKenzie in there too, which is a factor. So I, you know, that's that's a good point. Uh, Steelers, Juju, but Deontay Isaiah McKenzie, Johnson. He he mostly just runs ends around and rounds and stuff. He's, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, so Juju, Deontay Johnson, Clay, uh, Chase Claypool, and James Washington. I'm taking the Jets. I'll take the Jets this year and forward. And yeah, going forward, um, Deontay Johnson's hyped up a lot, but I don't, yeah. dude. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Uh, Dolphins. Grant, Fuller, Parker, Waddle, Hearns, Albert Wilson, Preston Williams. It's a deep group. Interesting. Um, okay. So let's take some time on this one. Uh, so Parker had a bit of a down year last year. He was very good the year before. I think, like, um, and again, I think I think Corey Davis has like the, the upside over Parker, but I think like they're similar um, in terms of like their – value and they're both kind of injury prone too they struggle with injuries throughout their careers the both of them both of them have not lived up 100 percent to their draft type somebody asked a question about elijah moore jersey but yes it's it's already on (laughs) yeah um yeah i'm thinking about getting one of him too man if he's as good as the hype's saying you know i might get on i like to film a lot and i'll go with the black one too because i don't have a black jersey yeah, I have to have one current player of all the, the jersey colors. That's, a, that's I've always done that. I have a, like OCD with that. So Dolphins, and then we'll and then we'll wrap up, and then we'll go wide receiver group versus history of the Jets. That I, I, I'm not really good with like history. But. You didn't you didn't watch much of Waddle, did you? No, because I didn't either. But I think they also got a, in a position where they thought they're going to get somebody that didn't fault him, and they kind of got stuck taking Waddle. Like I like the speed, but again, like Henry Ruggs was a really fast player, and what did he really do? You know, I'm I'm not like. I don't, I'm not a big, like, oh, just a speed guy. I'm not, and again, I didn't watch. From what I heard, the, the Raiders misused him a lot. From what yeah. I heard. Well, the problem is they're, they're an offense that's like more intermediate into a deep guy. So it's yeah. like, they, they didn't really fit. Um, and, and, but it's just a shame. Carr does have a good arm, but he's like Alex Smith in the sense that he's so really conservative. Looking at their team, Grant, whatever, Fuller, good now, but going forward, injuries. Parker, I like him. Don't love him. I feel like Davis has a higher upside. I think he's a better player, um, but I think they're pretty close. Um, Hearns, whatever. Albert Wilson, good like end around guy, whatever. Preston Williams, whatever. But but it's Waddle. So like Preston Williams did shit on the Jets a couple times in recent years. But, again, but look that, at the again. Jets corners. Um, so I would say Jets now and going forward, but I think it's pretty close. 
I wouldn't be mad with either either one. Dude, for now. I, going I, forth, hate, I hate the Dolphins so much. I don't know what it is why I hate that team so Me too. much. Number, number, number one team, I hate the Dolphins. You know, I think what it is is some about their fan base, they they think they're way better than what they are every yes. year. Yes. And I, yes. I love Travis Wingfield, so I won't really lump him in there. Uh, but man, a lot of their fan base is pretty. They talk trash that they're actually like they've been good forever. Like they had like one year they made the playoffs and got like eliminated in the first round. They talk like they're they're better. They've been better than Jets last decade or two decades. Um, yeah, I hate I hate Dolphins fans. I hate them. Yeah, well, anyway, imagine if the Dolphins won seven championships and have to talk shit now and they don't win anything. They're one of the fan bases that annoys me the most, and I hate them for that reason. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with the. <laughs> Joe, Maybe Joe, I'm being biased Joe here Lindsay, too. Joe, Jets don't play the Rams. What the hell? We're talking about Jets receiver versus the league. We're not talking about them versus the teams we're playing this year. I don't Dude, I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I, I'm not going to be shocked at all. And this this sounds a little stupid because I'm not going to act like I watched a, a whole lot of uh, Waddle. I won't be shocked if Moore has a better career than him. And you're talking six yeah. overall pick versus second round pick. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be like, no, no surprise to me that, that he's better. Um, so what's your, what's your final and and Corey Davis? Um, I almost feel like Corey Davis is a, is a more consistent player than, than Parker. Parker. Yeah. And I'll take Mims over anyone else. Uh, I'm saying jets and jets and jets Jets now and forward. So with that, is there any other teams you can think of the top of your head? Cause right now, based on what we said, we have only the Seahawks bills chiefs. So we have 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 Tyree killed McCall Hardman. You said, and by the way, in a recent thing, you said Nicole Harbin is a jag on any other team. You think so? I think he's overrated. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see him as very good. I, th- I think he's a situation where Mahomes has a cannon arm and a really creative offense. But like on another team, on any other team, like what is McCall Harbin? Remember when he took that end around like the first play of the game for like seventy yards against us last year? Yes. Yeah, I do. And that was when Ashton Davis took a really bad angle. I think that was like that play. Yeah. Um, Giants, Giants. Yeah, is... if we're not factoring tight ends, I'd go with the Jets because I, or, I, Kelsey's Kelsey's a big weapon in his own right. But if we're not just, factoring it's Hill. tight ends, it's Hill, and that's really yeah. And Hill, dude, honestly, Hill. Like I would. Part of me wants to argue that like, like Hill unquestionably is a top five receiver in my opinion, and yeah. and the reason I say that is like he just does things that no other player in the league really does as consistently as he does. Like I think he's top five, but I just don't. I, I literally think they have no. Like I think again, minus them from Andy Reid, minus them um, from Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Know, with Kelsey, I think that a lot of those guys, McCole Hardman, and all these guys are just jags. I just, I don't see them as much. Um, somebody brought up. Um, yeah, I'll go with Jets now and and forward. Somebody said Giants, uh, which is a good point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Galladay, Slayton, Shepard, Tony. Mm. Um, I'm thinking the Jets now and going forward. I think Galladay and is we, like a and you hate, you hate the version. Giants a lot too, right? I hate the Giants. I hate the Giants so much, the Giants. man. They're fans again. That, really, them and the Dolphins. I, I I tell you what, I hate the Dolphins and the Giants more than I hate the Patriots. I know that might sound crazy to people, the but Patriots I do. people hate because of their success, not and their fans suck sometimes too. But and listen, the, the the cheating. We, we too. won ten games in in 2015. We we're talking shit like we won the Super Bowl. Like let's be honest. Like relative to their situation, they deserve to talk shit. Dolphins fans are brutal. Giants fans are brutal. Um, 
<laughs> but I think with the Giants, with with Shepard, Galladay, all those guys, I think yeah. I'm the Jets now and going forward. I think it's a good conversation because of Galladay, but I think Galladay is like a slightly upgraded version of of Corey Davis. You know, like I think if Corey, you put Corey Davis on the Lions, and they're he's the number one target there, like yeah, he produces a lot more too. Like I don't I don't think Galladay is anything special. Like do I think he's a 17, 18 million dollar player a year? I don't, I don't think so. Injuries you, factored into. And you said after you watched more that you like him better than Tony. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I dude, I like more a lot. I do. There's a reason I got it. By the way, now. Tony had a, you pointed out in your film review that he had a really nice cut when he was going against Eccles. In oh Eccles, yeah. Your Eccles film review. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. He really sunk into that one. Um, hmm. Yeah. I, I never really kind of got all the Galladay hype and they really overpaid him. I'll go with the jets now Massive. and forward. Shepard's hurt a lot and you know, he's, he's pretty good, but, Nothing special. Somebody said so. terms of the teams they hate. I think I go Pats, Giants, Dolphins. I go Dolphins, Giants. Like Pats and Bills are obviously in there. I really don't like Vikings fans. And you know what fan base I really I, I don't get the Vikings fan thing. Dude, when I went to that game, they were the most brutal people in the world in terms of like talking shit to oh, Jets okay. fans. I'm like, dude, oh. you're beating up on a team who is terrible and you guys aren't gonna make the playoffs and you just signed all these players and Kirk Cousins, you guys are trash. Like you guys aren't gonna win anything. And then uh them, Browns fans don't like them. I don't care what people. I, Browns fans got so cocky after they went like seven and nine. They started talking so much smack, and I just what on big, Twitter on Twitter in general. Yeah, just I'm not a big Brown, Browns fans are a bunch of assholes. I'm not a, not a big fan. Um, I, I I know like one person who's a Browns fan in real life. I'm not gonna mention names. That's that's an after show thing. Who's a a Browns fan? Okay. Um. So. Uh. Moving on. So with that being said, unless nobody else can bring up any any other group in the league. Uh, we have the Jets number right now is number five. What about, uh, what about the Vikings? Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Thielen's how old? He's not 30. He's like, what, 27, I, 28? No, no. Thielen's like 30. Look dude. it up. Look it up. I, I don't know. I'm, I don't think he's He's not 30. Adam Thielen age, 30 years old. Really? Wow. Yeah, so he's, he's past so he's one of, He's one of these guys who got in the league late, unlike okay, Mario. So Cooper you're really talking Thielen for a couple more years and Jefferson – who else do they have on our team? Well, Jefferson's still really young. Uh, I, yeah, I don't I know. Their I, other I, I said Jefferson. <laughs> Definitely the Vikings this year. There's no doubt about it. Because, um, because yes, I, I would agree with that. But going forward, I think it's the Jets. I think this is one where it's like this year easy. Going forward, I think it's easy for the Jets. Yeah, you know, I really but, like. See, this is where the conversation gets murky because we're also talking, well, we don't know if we're going to have Cole next year. and We don't know if we're going to have Crowder next year. We might not have assume, both of them. Let's assume we they have, have one. both of them next they year. Have one, they have one of them. Obviously, there's a very heavy emphasis at receiver. I don't think they're just going to let them all go. To really answer this question, well, we'd have to look at the other options on the Vikings roster, and neither of us can think of them off the top of our head. Uh, which... Vikings. Because Thielen could still have like three more good years. It's not crazy to think. Mm-hmm. Um. Emir Smith, Marset, Blake Prochel, Wolf Taylor, <laughs> Chad Beebe. Any, any, is any it, oh, is he related thoughts? to Don Beebe? I have no idea. I don't know who he is. And he's okay. a starter. Chad Beebe's a starter right now on their depth chart. And this is this is ESPN, so you never know. ESPN and Adam sucks. said the Niners, dude, Jets. Definitely yeah, the Jets. Yeah. Because, Samuel and Ayuk are just yak guys. Yeah. Yeah. D- Debo, like he, he like caught balls. Like, I think he's like Dude, you could put Debo like at running back though. Point five. Yeah, you no, put Debo at running back, he trucks dudes, man. I'm he's, thinking, I'm thinking the Jets now and going. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm easily. just saying, like he he's impressive with the ball in his hands. But so we're still saying the Jets over the Vikings. We're still saying the Jets 
now over whoever else just got brought up. Um, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna say Vikings. I'm, I'm gonna say Vikings going forward because of just one player. But Jefferson's all you're talking to top borderline top ten receivers. Thielen, uh, he's good. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, okay, it's fine. Let's put the Vikings there. I don't agree with you. I don't agree uh, with let's you. Let's ask Sabo. Sabo, what's your uh, opinion no, actually, on this? Actually, I don't know if I should agree with you, though, because you already got the Bills. So you're saying the Bills and no the one's saying you have to agree with me. We're giving me. you I'm one. Just... I'm saying right now, the Jets, whether you want to argue Bills or the Vikings in one of those spots. I want to hear Robbie Sabo's opinion. I don't know if he's Bad is the son of Don. The son of Don. Oh, BB? BB, yep. Okay. And so with- are you taking the Bills and the Vikings going forward over the Jets wide receiver core? Comparing receiver groups, Bills, Jets, Vikings. Going See, forward. Robbie, Robbie, hear me yeah. out. Blewett's doing this thing where, like, he's saying, well, well Thielen's 30, and you got to think about going forward. Like, he's going on the forward. end. But then, but then we're talking about Cole and Crowder might both not be on the team next year. Um, but, like, he wants the best of both worlds right now. Who's the Vikings' third guy? Is well, it BB? Garbage. He's <laughs> nobody. But they got two really good ones at the top. They, their top two obviously beats the Jets' top two. I mean, even if Moore is a stud. Well, we were having discussions about this year versus going forward. I said this year, Vikings. And, going and dude, forward, and I'm going forward, the Jets. Justin Jefferson, I mean, they, dude, they got him for like four more years on a rookie deal. That's a tough one. I think I'm with Joe because of the depth. We, okay. The third guy in Minnesota, who the hell is it? I, I, BB. It's the freaking BB. It's the yeah. head on the left heart. Let me just say this. And too. the Bills is the same thing. It's, it's Diggs. With an old Beasley, mm-hmm. and like, I, I get like Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, who said it's an end round guy, but like that one's even up for discussion for me. Like going forward, like in two years, are the Jets or would you be more comfortable going to a game with the Jets receivers? And let's just assume it's just Cole, Cole, Mims, Davis, and and more over just. I I, I think it's. A I just say this: I love the Jets' depth at receiver right now. I really do love it, and and I do want to say this too. Um. Number one wide receivers are still extremely valuable. I mean, I'm not trying to discount that at all, but I will say take it, the, the value of like a, a true number one wide receiver versus now versus like 20 years ago is, is quite different because nowadays, like, you know, because you, you're, you're doing more 11 personnel and other types of things where you have more receivers on the field, you're, you're constantly giving the ball to third and fourth string guys as well. So having a lot of depth also does mean something, uh, especially in nowadays game. So yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to discount that from the it's Jets. So tough with the Jets because you know, you know what Corey Davis could do, but he's got to do it. And Elijah Moore. I mean, I don't think people, Joe saw it. You saw it, Kyle. I, I really do think he's going to be a stud, but again, you're, you're hesitant to say it until it happens. So yeah. Yeah, that, that's and that's. But really, we're playing. We're playing the. Would you rather like like firm versus like you have to. I bet already on. know it's, it. Just, it's not, I already know what Justin Jefferson is. Right. He's going to be a stud for a while. I don't know that for sure with more. This year, Minnesota long-term Jets. Okay, so we're going to put Jets at five. Seahawks, Bills, Bucks, Cowboys are above them. Going forward, Jets are five. All right, say that again. Buffalo. Buffalo, Bucks, Cowboys, Seahawks going forward. We already had this whole discussion. We went through all the guys. But yeah, I, missed, I, I missed most of it. Seahawks, what do you got? Metcalf, Lockett. Metcalf and Lockett, and that's really all that matters. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then the Bucks obviously have Godwin, Evans, all that matters. Cowboys, Lamb. Is Evans 30 yet? He's got to be 30, right? 
So what? He's still good. He's still good. Yeah, he's still really good. And he's not a guy who Godwin's young. Yeah, you got to say Bucks on both fronts. That's 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 what we said. So I'm putting Jets at five, which is okay. And they still got um, Antonio Brown too. He's you don't sleep on Antonio as like a third or fourth guy. We're not sleeping on. We put him above the Jets. Um, so Kyle, now thank you, Sabo. I appreciate you. Thanks, um, you, Robbie. You decided and you decided right. Um, you know, Kyle just he's kind of out there. Someone said the Bengals. Um, I, I don't know who they have other than Chase uh, off the top of my head. Higgins. They have T oh, Higgins. Yeah, T Higgins. Yeah. And uh, and who and who was the other guy? Uh, tell us his name. Blanking out on the top of my head. Who who can help um, me? Oh, Boyd Higgins and oh yeah, Jamar Chase. That's a solid group. Boyd is good. Higgins is good. But I think but, overrated. But Chase sucks because they sh- they should have took Sewell. Dude. This was this was the debate we had last show. What a mistake! What a mistake that was. Um, I'm taking the Jets going forward, but I do like I do like I, I just think I think Boyd is like good, not great. Higgins. I, I think I think he's a little overrated. Yeah, I, I do. Too. I didn't like his college film that much. Just to like be Pittman, like I think everybody wrote overrated Michael Pittman too. I was like, nah, yeah. not 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 overly happy on it. Um, Brown. I thought is I what? thought Mims was way better in college than me Higgins. too. Me too. S- same thing with uh, Van Jefferson. Um, somebody said the uh, Browns, which is what Landry, Odell Beckham, Higgins. Going Higgins. forward, definitely the Jets. Definitely I mean, the Jets. And you know, this year, like, and like, dude, I don't, I, I just don't think Odell's getting back. I know he's just posting the workout videos and stuff now. I don't think he's getting back to that Odell. I just, and, and been, Landry's been, like good, but he's years not great. Now. He's not great. Yeah, yeah. Landry, Landry's a very specific player. You, you, Landry's not beating anybody deep, right? He, he wins on the short little intermediate routes. He's a good blocker. He's tough with the ball in his hands. Um, he can get yak, but. So I'm going to ask you a question, and then I'm going to run to the to, to the to the boys' room because that happens sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. on three-hour okay. streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wide receiver, and this is a more question for you, and maybe Sabo because Sabo is good with this. So maybe bring in Sabo for this. The Jets receiver group versus the Jets history, like how how does it stack up? At least at least well, the last Sable couple definitely of, be better. At, at that, least the last yeah. couple of years, like when's the last time you felt this confident in Jets receiver group? Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, Robbie, it, go ahead, take it away. Yeah, go ahead. Be, Perfect. You guys, be, it's got to be 2015. Because, mm. to be honest, the Jets. I, I disagree. The Jets receiver group is actually decent in, in terms of history. Like they're terrible at safety. They're not great at corner, other than Rebus. You know, a little Aaron Glenn, but receivers decent. Uh, o line's decent. Well, who said they disagree, Joe? Yeah, he said that. But but let me quibble with you too in terms of the history, and I, I think you know it better than me. But now I'm starting to question it. They have one receiver who's even borderline hall. I mean, I know Maynard's in the Hall of Fame, but mm-hmm. they never even had another guy who even came close, though, right? Um, that played with the team for a long period of time. You got Wesley Walker, you got Al Toon. But they were never anywhere close to being considered for Hall of Fame, though. When I say good, I'm stacking it up across the Jets' history. Yeah. But- Does that make sense? Yeah, but the Jets are, are a franchise that has significantly more losses than wins. No, but that's what I mean. Like, is it a good? I, I get it. Like they they've had more more holes in other areas. Yeah, is it a good receiver group on a winning franchise historically? No, but in terms of if you're ranking the positions historically, the receiver group's probably in the top five. 
I just mean, think about like some franchises like the Viking. Take the Vikings, for example, like Moss, Carter, Thielen, Diggs, yeah, they got Jefferson. I mean, like they've it's like there's well, other guys in there too. Huh? Take it position by position. Tight end, no way. They have nothing. Mickey Schuler, Caster, uh, quarterback, okay. Namath, O'Brien. Uh, then your third guy is whoever, Testaverde, Pennington. Running back is pretty solid. Martin McNeil. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, corner, you got Revis, you got Aaron Glenn, Hasty. Not well, how do we get into corner? <laughs> I said. Well, here, here's here's what happened, Joe. Yeah. So Robbie. I'm 2015 Robbie, for one year going forward, obviously, this, this team. So Robbie yeah. said something like this. Robbie said, well, actually, historically, they're pretty good at receiving. I was like, huh? It, comparative to the Jets history, not NFL. That, now I they haven't me. been stacked in means. years. Like they had, like like they had the years of what? Like, uh, dude, I'm so bad with like the, the history of the Jets in terms, even like early 2000s stuff. I was so young, but like they had like Kotri and like Holmes and all those guys. And then Kotri was he on the team with like with Coles ever? Yeah, they, 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 intersected. they entered with Kotri. They, they intersected, but like they haven't been very good the last two decades. Like you can argue, like 2015, sure, but like. For one that year. year. It's one year. For and that then, year. But then Marshall got like 600 yards and was always injured. It's like the Jets receiver core versus De- history. Decker went out week three for the rest of the year right. that year. Okay. Well, not 2015, 2016. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Wait, uh, Joe, you said you disagreed uh, with 2015. I, I, I know. I was joking. I, I'm, for, for one game, yes, Decker and Marshall because Marshall broke like every I, receiving record for the Jets in history. Do I think just um, and Decker was going to be better? Yeah, I do think it's going to be better and it's deeper. But just yeah. out of respect, I guess that's the last year you can really point to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, um, appreciate it, Sabo. We're going to move on because that's the topic I shouldn't even talk about. I'm, not, I'm so bad with just history sometimes. Um, now we'll get into another conversation. We're going to make it quick because we have like 45 minutes left. Uh, we'll get through it. Um, so defensive line of the Jets versus the league. Another, we'll do it quicker because people don't want to hear about other teams. Um, obviously, some people dropped off, but it is what it is. And it's been, a th- it's been two and a half hours. That happens anyway, usually. Yeah. Um, so, Redskins. Uh, okay. Case Young, John, John Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat. Um, the Redskins. I agree yeah. because, because of Young. Yeah. And – Mostly, dude. Also, um, Jonathan Allen, like, is really good. Yeah, he is, and, and so I, is Montez Sweat right now. Yeah, Redskins. Redskins. Okay, so we're saying the Jets have the fifth receiver core going forward. Redskins, I think, for both, uh, is is that that's fine. Um, next, 49ers. Okay. Uh, Armstead, Bo- Bosa, D. Ford, Javon Kinlaw, who I don't really know what he did last year. I don't, I don't think it was much of anything. I don't think it was bad either. I'd go with the Niners. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, next. I mean, is still young. I know he's got the injury concern. So Armstead's not old. So this is one that I think is interesting, but I think I'm going to take the Jets. Rams. Donald. They have no Brockers. They have no Sue. I don't know what else, who else they have. Sue, Sue, they have. Yeah, Sue's at the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. Um, they don't have Brockers anymore, too. I think he signed somewhere else. I'm thinking the Jets. They now got, they got Leonard Floyd, who kind of had somewhat of a resurgence. He did. Um, but who else do they have? I feel like they still got another interior guy. No, uh, maybe not. I can't think of any. I know it was Brockers for for years. Brockers and he's gone now. Uh, yeah, they're both gone. 
But Aaron Donald is just something different, man. I'm still thinking the Jets. Like, and, and, I, I, but you mean going forward? Maybe even this year. Uh, no, I wouldn't. You could listen. Like, I, I know, like, obviously, Donald's Donald. You could double Donald. And if you double, and you could double and just like double, double Q, but I feel a lot more confident in, in Lawson and Curry and Rankins versus the Rams have like pretty much nobody past Donald. I can think of my, like Floyd is whatever Floyd, you know, okay. Decent pass rusher. Yeah. I mean, but Rockers is in Detroit. I mean, if you could take, if you could, and I like Curry too, but if you could take Floyd over Curry, you'd take Floyd. If you had, if you have just, you had the choice, um, I'm so just going forward, uh, at least uh, going forward. How old is Donald? 20. Dude, that dude's nine? showing no signs of slowing down, man. And he doesn't get hurt. Like JJ Watt by this point in his career was getting hurt. If you could trade Quinn Williams and Carl Lawson for Donald, do you do it? Yes. I'd, I don't. I would. I don't. <laughs> Uh, let, people in the chat, who do you agree with, me or Joe, on that? Would you trade Quinnen and Carl Lawson? Who, by the way, Carl Donald's thirty I like, years old. No, Quinnen's and, and there is the, Quinnen's 20, 24, 25, 20, no, 23, 20, no, but, all right, but but hear me out though, Joe. Hear me out. Sure. There, here's the only reason I, I, I there, this is the only well. There's two reasons I I have hesitation. One is the contract. Right, because Quinnen's still on a cheap contract, comparatively speaking, and the age. Um, but you even yourself said this that no one is in Aaron Donald's stratosphere. No, but that's like one you player. said, Quinnen's nowhere close. You said that yourself, and Donald you love is Quinnen. like a Hall of Fame defensive tackle, but he's yeah. also thirty years old. So we're talking about going forward. Yeah. For the other thing is like so like if the Jets were in like Super Bowl mode right now. Like let's say Zach Wilson was like in year three and he was already a stud. I don't think I'd make that trade because I'd want Aaron Donald for, for one year. I, yeah. Going forward. I think it's the Jets easy, dude. Quinton Williams. This is like, dude, dude but Aaron Donald is Quinn, like, but even, even Quinton Williams should have for like Donald. Aaron Donald should have his going own. forward. Going Aaron forward. Don- listen if you, to if, me. You're, if you were starting a team, would you draft Quinton Williams over Donald? 23 versus 30. I'm taking Quinton Williams. He's 30. I know he is. He's, He's going to drop off. How good was Watt? And he dropped off. Like Donald is amazing, but I rather yeah, but have Watt had injuries though. Like Watt had okay, big injuries. Still, like I rather I rather have Quinn Williams for ten years of Quinn Williams, which even you think he's trash, whatever. I never it, said that. Now you're kidding. Now I'm, I, kidding. I, I'm kidding. Let's strong. say let's let's be super conservative with with Quinn Williams. He's a top ten defensive interior defensive line conservative. I think he's top five, but we'll go on your top ten. Would you rather take ten years of a, or ten years of a top ten defensive lineman? Building around a young team or Donald for I, I would have great to say go, Listen, going forward and someone saying that I'm Donald versus versus Quinn Williams. I'll say, go, I'll say going forward the Jets in that scenario. But if it's just like if the Jets were like a borderline Super Bowl content, like if I was the Bills this year, like let's say we're the Bills and and they're Hold in this situation. The chat sneakers of boots. Joe Max B. Joe Mike Joe Yo, Yo- Yosh Joe. <laughs> If you, if they offer me right now Donald for Quinn Williams, I reject that trade. What? Yes, dude, you're cr- now now you're crazy. I'm not. You Quinn Williams has years and straight years up. of good play. Straight up, no. 
I'm not doing it. That, For this Joe, year, sure. Joe, Joe, can the Jets be Super Bowl contenders next year? Next year. As in the 2020. Legitimately? Or two maybe. years from now. Sure, but two but two years from now you're taking a now we're just talking one player. Now we're not talking yes. Carl Lawson anymore. Okay, so you're taking a 32 year old Donald versus 25 year old Quinn Williams. And you still I don't you, know. you think you think Quinnen's going to be better than Aaron Donald in two years because I don't. I think it's really I think it'll be a lot closer than it is right now. And then you also have to I factor hope. in the, the, the yet, but then you also have to factor in 26 versus 33 and 27 versus 34 and 28 versus 35. For me, mine's a more. Well, I know. I, listen, I'm, I'm saying. Just, I'm not just going listen, for next year. You, you got me to concede going forward, but I'm saying straight up, like right now, for like the next two, three years, like because you want to maximize Zach Wilson on his rookie contract. Now, Zach Wilson on his rookie contract allows you to afford Aaron Donald on the big ass contract that he's got, right? So if we're talking next year, now we're getting after, into the weeds. I'm just talking about straight up, like just player versus player, you know. Which I, 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 don't, I get the I don't, whole argument. I don't see – listen, I'll say this straight up. I don't see Quinnen ever getting to that level of dominance that Donald okay. has you're, you're, that's, I don't think that I don't think you're going out on a, on a crazy branch right there. You're talking about a Hall of Fame defensive tackle who is probably the, one of the best – probably him He's going to get his own room in the Hall of Fame. He should. Him and Watt are the best two defensive tackles or defensive linemen we've seen in the last two decades, in, in, since the 2000s. Yes. But he's 30, and Quinnen Williams, I think, going to be a top-five guy, and he's 23 years old. There's a lot to be optimistic with Quinnen. We, we can move on. Listen, I, I agreed with you. I said going forward, I would take the Jets. That's, Save that's at least how put we it got in the chat. You don't, have, you don't have to go back on this. If you could trade up Donald for Quinn Williams right now, would you do it? Just okay. in the chat. Okay. okay. Or, or here. Go ahead. It, Lawson and Q, no. Because they need an edge. No, that's that's easy. We're talking we're talking about Quinnen Quinn and Quinn for, for Donald straight up. Here, here's where it comes down to. I love the salary angle. I love the youth. You know, the salary is a huge deal. The youth is a huge deal, but Quinnen hasn't proved yet. He's a machine. Exactly. Donald is. exactly. And, and, and Robbie, Robbie, hear me out. Hear me out. Cause Robbie, cause you, I'm getting, I'm getting through somewhere to you. It's about winning Super Bowls. How many times have we seen in recent years, Carson Wentz on his rookie deal, Russell Wilson on his rookie deal teams make a push when they got their guy in their rookie contract for a Super Bowl in Mahomes on his rookie deal in an ideal world. If Zach Wilson, Joe, gets to where we think he can be, the Jets should be thinking about, like, I mean, they should obviously think about the but, long-term picture, yeah, too, but I, the short-term picture, you can make some I get risky it. So moves. If we're, if we're talking about long-term in terms of Zach Wilson's next four years of his contract, then sure, but I'm talking about long-term, like, 10 years. I'm talking about player versus player. I'm not talking about anything with contracts. 10 years, also, it'd be, 10, years. It, 10 years, it'd be a little hard in that scenario. But you also have to think like... So we have like, to preface the argument by, if okay, if we're going for just a Super Bowl angle of Zach Wilson's rookie contract, then yes, I'd rather take Aaron Donald for the next three or four years versus Quentin Williams. But I'm talking about Quentin Williams when he's 30 years old versus Donald when he's now at 39. I, like, I, 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 I get in your the next point. Yeah, is, I'm with you on that. I'm with so, you on that. It's just... How many angle do you want to take it from? Do you want to go all in, or would you rather go in for for the future too? Or could we win past Zach Wilson's rookie deal? I'm in for the future, and here's the thing too. I think I'm on Q's side no matter what. If he plays 16 games his first two seasons, that's just the thing with Donald. That's a, that's a freak of nature. Like 16 games, 16 games every year. So we got uh, Big Green said Quinn all day. Another person said Quinn all day. Somebody said if Quinn is 85 and 90 percent of Donald, I keep him. He could be. I mean. 
I'm going Q. If you, if you, as I said, for the future, for everything, again, I have, if the argument I have a is just okay, we're going, we're going balls to the wall for a Super Bowl. I got a question. Fine, for I you. get it. But straight up, I'm I'm taking Q. Okay. Question, and I know we got really off on this tangent, but I think it was good. Yes. Yeah, um, injuries aside, barring injuries, because that's always a factor. Are you 100% convinced the Jets are going to re-sign Quinn and Williams? It depends on so many things. I don't, I don't know in three years, two years. Yes, I would say yes, because right now, and I don't want to – well, whatever. He's the best player on the team right now. Well, I'm not debating that. I'm just, just asking you. So I'm, I'm assuming the Jets should re-sign their 23-year-old defensive tackle who is probably going to be a top three interior defensive lineman. Stranger things have happened. Indomitian Sue hit free agency. He was the Lions' best player by far. I think if he proves that he doesn't – he could play a full schedule and he proves that – yeah, there's no question. There's not in them. Okay, so we got into the whole thing, but Kyle, Jets going forward, <laughs> obviously now, because I'm saying I'm even saying Q versus Donald going forward, but that's a whole different story for a different day. Maybe it's a little bit of Jets glasses. And if you said again for the rookie contract, I get the Donald argument, but I'm talking about year four, five, six, seven, eight of Wilson as well with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just talking about player versus player. I'm not talking about Super Bowl uh, runs, everything. You. I'm talking about starting a team right now. The 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 Newark Tigers come into play, and you're drafting a player, and you had Q and Donald on the board. Are you taking Q or Donald? I think it's Q. I think the youth is huge in that. I do. I just I don't. That's something that we're going to discuss a lot in the future. I guess, um, dude. I would not be shocked if Aaron Donald has seven more good years. That's how much of a freak he is. That's how much of a freak he is. Would you be shocked if Aaron Donald has seven more good years in the league? Good versus elite, though. Even if he – maybe he's not elite as he used to be, but he still might be better than Quinn. I, I Everybody meets Father Tom Minus. I, I agree with you know, that. It just happens. Like, I, can't, I can't just bank on – because he's a freak athlete. And, like, he, yes, he wins a technique – but he is an absolute freak. So how long is he going to win with that absolute freakish athleticism? When is that going to drop? It's going off? to slow down eventually, no doubt about it. Within a year or two, it's going to slow down at least a little bit, at least a little bit. Yeah. Well, I don't it, know. well maybe I'm crazy. Maybe not in a year or two, but eventually. So okay, so Jets going forward. Uh, somebody brought up the Bears. We'll do that quickly. So I didn't bring that up because I don't really think it's overly close going forward. Mario Edwards. Keem Hicks Goldman. is old. Keem Hicks, Hicks is, is old. old. You know. Even Mac is pretty old at this point. He's what, 31, 32, or 30, 30, 31? He's in his 30s. Yeah, you know, so I'm thinking the Jets going forward and now over the Bears defensive line. Um, going forward, I'll definitely take the Jets. This year, I, I think it's an argument either way, but we're going with the Jets. We'll, we'll move past that. Who did you say, Mario Edwards? Does that- Mario Edwards. The DK, Florida State? Because, of, because Mac is who he is, it'd be tough for me to take the Jets over the Bears this year. Steelers, step on to it. Hayward, uh, TJ Watt. Steelers. Going forward? Um, that's, that's the bigger discussion. We're not going well, for Well, TJ Watt's Jets, still pretty young. You know, the, the Jets have to consider the future, not just you know go for all these old guys like you know Donald and try to you – know. <laughs> TJ Watt's not young. He's not old, TJ Watt. No, he's not old at all. That's, it's, it's, really, it's really Watt. Hayward's old. To it is, is not old either, but it's really to it and Watt versus Lawson, Q, Rankins – uh, I guess it's really JFM. JFM is underrated. Hayward's really good, man. He's old though. He is. 
He's old. He's, he's really old. I would say the Steelers going four because of Watt, maybe. But but dude, Quinn and Williams is I I think in a year or two or not even even this year I think he's a top three interior defensive lineman. I think he's that good. We we don't see eye to eye on Quinn and Williams. Yeah, we don't. But I just think he's good though. I do think he's good. Just... So do yourself a favor. Twitter Joe RB. Quentin Williams. No, right. I've watched everything you've put out. I, I have. Um, what? And uh, I've watched. Listen, and you know that I, I really love trench play. And when I watch the Jets on my own, that he's one of the players I always focus on a lot. I just. I don't think it's the talent that you guys are disagreeing on. I think it's the. I think it is a little bit of the talent. I don't think. I, I don't think Quentin's as explosive as Joe does. But but a lot of it for you is the provability too. Like it hasn't been proven yet. The durability, all that stuff Donald brings, where it's nearly guaranteed aside from age. He so yeah, Quentin and, Williams is really he's 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 explosive. He's not Aaron Donald level explosive. Obviously, nobody is. He's not an Ed Oliver yeah, no, level explosive. I know. We, we, we don't, but we his, don't need to. His technique at times is absurdly good. Like absurdly. I agree with good. that. He's very slippery. It's hard for guys to stay on him. He, he constantly works through blocks and stuff. There's just sometimes when he doesn't win quick in a rep, like if let's say an offensive lineman gets the better of him and gets their hands in early. Well, that comes with being 280 pounds. That comes with being 280 pounds, 280 something. He's listed at 303. I don't think he's 303. I think he's like, like two, maybe two. He might not be. I'm just telling you what he's listed as. He looks like he's about around 300, low 300s, but. High two nineties, low three hundred. He's definitely not two eighty something. No, I'd say I, I would say mid two nineties if I had to bet. Maybe, but okay. So the whole Quinn Williams thing. We're, we're at the show on Quinn Williams. We're going. Um, Steelers maybe now going forward. I think I'm thinking the Jets because I don't know. That's hard though too because going forward you're probably not going to have Curry. You know, but it's 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 really JFM Rankins Q, but. Rankins is a massive question, like what he's going to be. I'm, I'm going to say Steelers. I'll be on. I'm going to say the Steelers. I already had the Quinn and Williams o- over Donald thing if it, in a straight up trade. So I'm going to say this. I'll, I'll say the Steelers. I'm going to say the Steelers too. Um, Bucks, Barrett, JPP, Sue, Vita Vea, McClendon. I'm taking the Jets uh, for both. No, I'll take the Bucks. I'm going for both. Take the Bucks. Um, I think Barrett's go, better than going forward. Sue is old. JP is old. I'll take um, Clemens old. Lawson over Barrett for sure. Lawson. So, what's your argument then for now? Yeah, but okay, but think about it though. Like, Vea is really underrated. Okay. Then again, Fado Kasi is really, really. We even bring him up. We're talking about And Sue's really old. Old. JP old. Yeah. Old. And about Barrett and Barrett and Vita Vea. Versus Lawson, Q, JFM, Rankins, Fado Kasi. That's not even a decision. That's not even close to me. Going forward, I'll definitely take the Jets. I'm saying now and, and going forward. But that's that's fine. So now we're saying, I don't know what the order is of one, two, three, but Redskins, 49ers, Steelers are the only teams you're taking above the Jets in terms of defensive line going I'll forward? Take, I'll take the Jets now, too, now that I think about it more. But it's it's not super I don't, think it's, I don't think it's a opinion. blowout, but I, th- I think the, I, I think the here's the thing with me for the Bucks. And then um, if you're talking about now, so you're talking about, like, you're talking about right, Blair like, and Curry. And- I was I was hyping up Curry. I do like the Curry signing a lot. Like I think like you know, in terms of pass rush win reps, especially because he's only going to p- play such a limited amount of reps. Like he's going to win a good amount. 
I, I think the thing for me with the Bucks is they have at least two solid edge rushers that can consistently win. And, and the Jets at but this I rather, point. But I rather, yeah, okay. So continue. Good. So I, I just don't know that the Jets have that at this point. Like I'm taking Q over Sue V V. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Jets. I, I said I'd rather go, have I, I switch my tune. And honestly, I keep I'm not thinking of Fadu Kassi enough. I love Fadu Kassi. Fadu Kassi, yeah, top, dude, you're talking I about know. a nose tackle, run stuffing nose tackle. Just we, we got so caught up on Quinnen that I, I'm not thinking of Fadu Kassi enough. And 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 Shepard and and Marshall, like all these guys, like they're deep as hell. <laughs> they are deep. They're deep. And the Jets have always been deep on inter okay. defensive line. So now someone wrote Bryce Huff mm, nah, as a I'm situational really situational. He, he's, he's a fine role. He was, player. he was really, he was really, he was a lot more effective in a limited, like 25% snap role than full-time snap role uh, for the Jets. So as a DN, like if you're talking about now, we're talking about a different discussion, but the end so many things. And I'll Which, say this for his athleticism. I'm still, I'm still so shocked in that Q versus Donald thing. Ugh. Okay. I think oh, I think the main here's, I think here's, the main, the main the crux the, just no, the main can, crux can of that argument it? is you're talking about Super Bowl window Wilson yeah. versus the next ten years. That's the I, main I, want, the I once heard a good thing about arguments and stuff that a lot of arguments could be avoided if people agreed upon the terms that they were arguing. Which we just did. I think, yeah, I think we were arguing different things for a while. And that was part of the. You're talking about you're talking about the actual team and going through the Super Bowl window. I'm talking about. You know, like I said, the, the the Newark Tigers. You're drafting Wilson or Donald. I'm, I mean, uh, uh, Williams or Donald. I'm taking Williams. Age it twenty-three would, it versus would thirty. Dep- it would depend if your Super Bowl team is ready to win. Well, guess what? In, in, in a redraft of the league, they're both going pretty early, so you better be confident you're going for it all this year. Yeah. I guess. Well, that's true. That is true. Um, so uh, someone said fourth? Joe Nelson said Zuniga. He was bad. He was really bad last that's year. I was gonna say. That's. I was gonna say if I had to take Huff or Zuniga going to this year, I'm taking Huff over Zuniga. Decent shot. Zuniga doesn't make the team this year. Just yeah, saying. which we'll go into um, in a second. Actually, we'll we'll run for like another half an hour. We we're gonna do some lightning topics. So, sure. Jets number five receiver core going forward. We agreed on it. You know. I think we brought in Sabo, who was the equalizer, five. And the, the, the defensive line, we have Redskins, Niners, Steelers above them, um, mainly because of TJ Watt. But I think the Jets are four. So you're talking about the future of the Jets. You keep building are we forgetting line. other teams in there? Who else can you think of? And, and uh, with that, maybe other people can think about it. But in terms of the Jets' offensive line, like this year. What about the Browns? Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah. Miles, Miles Garrett. Um, they don't have Ogba anymore. Um, they don't have Ogba anymore. Um, who else do they have really than Garrett? They don't have Sheldon Richardson anymore either. He's gone. He's in the Vikings. Um, they don't. Do they still have um, uh, former Giants player, former Dolphins uh, edge rusher? Can Wake? No, 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 no. Vernon. Vernon? Is Vernon I still on the so, team? I think so. So I think I think for now you maybe say I, I'm thinking the Jets going forward with the Browns. It's Miles Garrett versus everybody pretty much with that one. Ovi's still a solid player right now. And Miles Garrett talking is about right I'm, now. I'm talking about going forward. Yeah, Jets. going going forward, Jets. Um Clown, oh, they have Clowney too. So now it's the Browns. It's the Browns. Yeah. Going for forward, sure. Jets. That's fair. Yeah. Um, so Jets four defensive line going forward, top five receiver. That's what I'm saying. Like, and now you look at the look at the offensive line, which we're not gonna get into right necessarily right now. We have a we have a lot to kind of get into. Um, but with the um, offensive line, I think that we'd both reasonably say they're going to be a top half of the league offensive line. I could even argue 
more in that like 12 to 13 range. I don't, people say like, oh, they're going to be 19, 18. Listen, in terms of plus starters, like McGovern at the end of the year was average to above average. I'm going to say he's average to above average. You have Moses above average to average. Barrett Tucker, I can't see him being below average. I think at worst he's average. You have mm-hmm. Becton, who is a plus, to assume health, um, is a top 10 left tackle. And then your worst link is is is, is Van Roten. Like other teams have dreadful starters, like multiple. Yeah. I think the Jets are our top 12 to 15 offensive line. And if you told me last next year, whatever your numbers are, whatever your, however you measure it, if they were the ninth best offensive line in the league this, this year, would I be absurdly happy? And would I bank on it? No. But would I, would I be appalled, like not appalled, but like, would I not believe you? I don't, I don't think you could argue that. I, that I think if I, if, if I, if you had to bet on one number, what, we're not doing PFF, we're not doing anything. If you had to say, like, if, after you watch all the offensive lines in the league, if you had to rank them for just last year, if you had to bet on one number this year, what, where did the Jets finish? One number, S- not 16. Okay. I would say like 14. And that is a million times better than what it's been. Yeah. The last couple of years. And now there, you're talking about- so, there is such a huge difference between like being average versus being just complete bottom of the barrel where you dreadful. have dreadful. We haven't been, and, and haven't the been jets average. were, and the jets were like that for many years. We have not been average since like 2011. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. No, Literally. yeah. So even, even the 2015 season, we're going to, we're going to push some topics into, into the, uh, the, the superlative show, obviously. We'll, we'll get through the biggest three competitions um, and kind of like a little bit of roster predictions. Or no, Let's cut that. We're going to leave that for the roster prediction because okay. we can argue or we could say the biggest competitions, I think, going to camp without saying specific players. Cornerback, I think, even though it's not a big like, discuss, like uh, a big competition in terms of like top three talent, there's a lot of young guys who are competing for spots. I think corner is really interesting. Defensive line. They can carry if they carried 11, I wouldn't be shocked. I think they're carry 10, 11. But in terms of like the backups, like, okay, looking at now, tell me who you're going to cut out of this because I don't know how many players I'm going to name. I'll, I'll number it Q, Q, Lawson, Fadokasi, Franklin Myers, Rankins, Curry. That's six, right? So you're, they're carrying six no matter what, correct? They're carrying yeah, all those oh, guys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now after that, you have people say 10, you have Shepard. Huff, Phillips, Marshall, Zuniga, Blair, Rashid Jr. That's seven more plus a six. That that's thirteen players. Who out of those? Who out of those seven, two or three you're cutting? Rashid Jr. is getting cut. He's definitely Again, getting cut. But it is you know, okay. So Rashid Jr., Zuniga, you know, it's it's still Zuniga a might that's, get cut. In terms Shepherd, of I wouldn't be shocked if he gets cut. I know he he flashes every now and then, but he's old. He wasn't we'll drafted save it by for, Joe we'll Douglas. We'll save it for our fifty-three man roster. All right. Um, right. Six wide receivers. Right. I think that's a, I think that's a given. Um, there's a battle. I don't think it's crazy though. It's it's really Barrios versus Cager versus Smith versus Jeff Smith versus Doxon for that six spot. I think it's be Barrios, but nonetheless, um, let's hit on these couple of topics really quickly, just to because um, ne- we're going to some pearls. We're going to talk forever again. Um, some other things I have on here, uh, P. Ryan, uh, odd man out. Do you, th- do you think he's going to be the fourth running back, or do you think it's going to be Josh Adams? Again, it's, it's kind of hard. A, he's young, and he was a Joe Douglas pick. Um, 
one game, I think I'm taking Josh Adams over Piran, but I think I'm taking Piran to make the roster. Over we did Josh see Adams. more. Uh, jo- Josh Adams was more impressive last year, and they did re-sign him, right? He was a re-sign, right? So Joe what Douglas. So Thank Joe Doug. So Joe Joe Douglas did, in a sense, sign him. It would seem that Piran is. And by the way, when Flight 2021, I know I was kind of shitting on it before. They kind of did hype up. Ty Johnson a little bit too. They showed they think, did they made it a point. They made it a point to show uh Salah's interaction with him. I think Salah likes him. It's gonna know? be I think it's gonna be Johnson and and Carter as the number one and two this year. Yeah. Coming, like, yeah, I would say down, P. So. Ryan's probably the it's him, it, it's it's him versus Adams, I think it's a good competition. Um cuts to make. I, I discussed like that's kind of stupid. I, this is a while ago. I put it in, in, in this stuff like Alex Lewis Griffin, if they want to save some money, but they reduced Lewis's money. Griffin, if, if Yaboa beats him out, we'll move past that. Um, Tavon Austin, they brought him in for, for a visit. That was a while ago. I wrote this. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'd rather keep Barrios than Tavon Austin. Yeah. Um, just a strict gadget guy. Who's not as fast and stuff as he used the one to thing I did want to mention was top. We're top five in cap next year. 12 picks, two ones, two twos, two fours, two fives, three sixth and one seventh. Great position moving forward. Obviously I'm just running through these cause I'm deleting them. Dude. If Wilson hits and Saul is a good coach, boy, does this team have a bright future? Dude. 2022 jets. It's it, it, again, you said super bowl. What I bank on it? No. Can I say something about Wilson? No. Moving on. (laughs) Dude, I've been meaning to say. All right, I'm going to try to keep this really quick because I know we're trying to zoom through stuff. All right, please, please, just let me say this. I've been, I've been meaning that. You know, so one thing I keep saying about Wilson, and the main thing that I've been saying that separated uh, Wilson from Fields in my mind was just like the ability to break things down and extend plays when when something's not there. So I read a great book a couple of years ago. It was called Breaking Down the 2018, the 2018 Kansas City Chiefs Offense. And it was written okay. by a true X's and O's guys. He's a coach. He's a college coach. His name's <laughs> Taylor Colsey. He's, okay. now, now, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up. So he compiled his own stats. Like he literally broke down every single play they ran that year. He put all the film clips and stuff to show what they did. It's a really good book. And a lot of really good X's and O's people and stuff that – You'd probably respect some people who have read it and also said nice things about it. So these are his stats. This is not PFF stats or anything like that. And he said that that 2018 Kansas City Chiefs offense that, you know, set records, you know, Patrick Mahomes had 50 something touchdowns that year. He said, even though they had such a good scheme, 27% of the Chiefs yardage on drop back passes came from quarterback scrambles or broken plays. And what that goes to tell you is that even though Andy Reid drawed up a bunch of good plays, even though Tyreek Hill could get open, even though Travis Kelsey can get open, even though the offensive line was pretty good then, Patrick Mahomes was just making shit happen out of structure, right? That's how you, in, in nowadays game, you have to have that level of athleticism and improvisational skills to make shit happen when it's not there, when you just drop back. And I see that with Wilson. I didn't really see so much of that with fields and, that's one of the I trust reasons him why, a lot more out of structure than fields that. And that's one of the reasons why I'm really high on Wilson. And I think that stat, hence, and, hence, hence the, the clothing you have on your, on your torso right now. Exactly, man. I, I'm, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of the kid, man. So I really trust that stat and I really trust where it came from. 
And I think it just goes to show you, you know, how having a guy that can do that, why that's so important to an offense. And what I'm trying to say is you don't, you you don't get to be a a special, special, special offense unless you have a guy that can, can do that every now and then. Yeah. Even though whatever Russell Wilson out of structure, Mm -hmm. Patrick Holmes out of structure, um, uh, on Patrick Holmes, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. all top five ish guys right now. Exactly. You have to make plays out of structure. He's that that's that. And, and fields just did not do that for me. And again, going through his reads his tight window stuff. I just, we're not, we've talked about this so much, but I had Wilson very, 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 very clearly above fields in my, in, when I, when I watched, um, Hey, Steven said he was asking about. I'm going to get to this chat. I'm going to chat. Okay. Zuniga future. He, if he makes a roster, that, that's a good spot for him right now. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I would somebody, I would bank on it not happening. Yeah. Uh, and Steven said he asked in another chat, but you're supposed to be in here asking us questions, Steven. What the hell? Uh, do you guys think they'll they keep just six linebackers and a couple of more defensive linemen? I, yes, because I think I'd rather keep you know, a Jonathan Marshall, a Shepard, a um, Zuniga on the roster than the scrubs that have a linebacker. Exactly. I, I, I think the you linebacker right now is good. like, is like what? Yeah, no, no. Mosley, Cashman, Hamsa, Sherwood. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. like maybe they, they, maybe they keep five. You don't cut good proven players just because you need – Oh, maybe a little bit more depth so position the, that you struggle with. The answer to that question is undoubtedly yes. Um, who makes the, re- the who makes receiver after Barrios? Nobody. They're only going to carry six. I don't think they carry seven. Uh, okay, that's it. I guess that, that's the only thing that I can see at the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, quickly, we'll go through this. We got about twenty minutes ish. I could I could do. Uh, Julio trade on uh, impact on Jets as after that happened, I put that in there. I think that makes the Falcons game a lot easier for the Jets and makes the Titans game harder, where I think both were kind of iffy, where I think now the Jets will beat the Falcons and probably lose to the Titans. Do you, do you agree with that in terms of the impact on the Jets? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, I'll, yeah, I agree with that. Yes. Um, biggest needs going forward. What are your top five? Top of your head, go. Corner, 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 corner. <laughs> no. Cornerback, um, a backup cornerback a backup quarterback those are the big top two they definitely need another linebacker i mean they can't be just oh davis sorry sorry i i I didn't mention davis so davis mosley hamsa sherwood cashman those are the five i think you make it i think they'll carry 10 or 11 defensive linemen we'll go through the roster predictions in literally the next month show so we're gonna have a show again in two weeks july 19th we're having a show and then the first wherever the first monday of is of august is gonna be our 53 man roster prediction we'll go through all that Veteran, uh, veteran cornerback. All right. Veteran quarterback. All right. Um, they definitely need another linebacker. Mm-hmm. Um, going forward, if we're talking about future years and stuff, I want to see now, them get another quality edge rusher. That's not old. What's up? This is something I want to address with you because I think it's important. Some people automatically assume you talk about backup quarterback. They say, that's the Jets coach's job. There's a difference, and I think I think you could relate in your job maybe to me as well. Would you rather go to another teacher for a question with like some simple stuff over versus your my principal, boss, or oh. f- same for me? Would I rather go to another patrolman or my lieutenant? I rather go to another patrolman. Like, there's stuff you'll bring up with another patrolman guys who are more to your level than to your top guy. It's with every job. Mm-hmm. So 
a backup quarterback, is, it, it means something. It does to me. It's not just, oh, your coaches should do that. Like, that's just a baseline, simple argument. Like, there's there's guys who you relate with more who you'll ask, like, the little stupid questions to that you might not ask your coach. Exactly. At the end of the day, Mike LaFleur never dropped back and threw a pass in the NFL. He just never did, and he never yeah. will. So there is a difference there. And, yeah, to answer your question, I mean, like, dude, my first couple of years as a teacher were really, really hard. And I relied very heavily on a veteran teacher who was in like his fifties at the time and constantly asked him for ideas and picked his brain about stuff. And I almost never went to my superiors, so to speak as in principal and supervisor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, good point. So uh, yeah. So I think it's important. So I I would say like corner, I think linebacker, like if corner, whether it be Nelson or Sherman down with either, if they were to sign like a Quan Alexander, KJ, Wright, Cool to that linebacker uh, quarterback, uh, what like RG three, whoever it may be. And like, people overlook RG three. He played in a similar system. Uh, so I would be okay with it. It's some, it's something there. Tight end running back edge. He's certainly an upgrade over what they got now going into 2022 corner, massive linebacker, massive right guard. They're going to address it quickly. Tight end, massive hole in the team running back past Michael Carter, maybe Ty Johnson, still a big need edge. Yeah. Big need like Blair might not be here, Curry might not be here. Those are big needs. Um, so hit that. Um, we'll move and on dude, with when you can have two, two edge and when you have two quality edge rushers. I mean, just think, think to those Broncos teams that were good, think to those Colts teams that were good. When you got two guys that can consistently win off both edges and really close in shit on the quarterback, I mean, that makes and now you have Q and Rankins, yeah, <laughs> and, and Franklin Myers, who I think is largely underrated by fans um let's hit let's hit two more maybe three more i'll ask you at the end uh quick thoughts on re-signing marcus may what, what do you think it should be you know obviously they have only at this point what another nine days to 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 re-sign him um before he's to play the, the whole year on the franchise tag so what do you think in terms I'm not, of that what if i'm not mis- if i'm not mistaken i think the cap decreased this year right yeah, I think yeah. I you, think like, usually, I mean, consistently, yeah, 10, always million, because of the COVID stuff and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. I think that's why. Um, if you hear fireworks in the background, by the way, I don't, I don't know. I do, I do, that's, I do. That's the mic guy I, who just I, was in the chat. That's Our, funny. dude. My neighborhood is Baghdad. That's what it sounds that's, like. I actually thought that was coming. I thought I, I didn't realize it was coming through my headphones. I thought it was coming outside the window. That's my neighborhood from from seven o'clock at night until eleven o'clock at night. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's all it is. Can you remind me of your question, please? May contract. Oh, yeah. Do it. What do you What do you think happens? I would reassign May. Um, I wouldn't want to give. I would want to give him like a three year deal because he's kind of old. Uh, I wouldn't want to give him much more than that, and I'd be comfortable giving him no more than twelve million a year. I, I agree. Think, I think. Oh, you agree? I thought. I didn't. I, th- I think. I thought you were going to say twelve is too high. So it's maybe maybe it's because I've been hearing more conversations of oh I'd be comfortable at fourteen with May which I think is ridiculous. I think May is good. I think May is overrated by fans. I, I think he's solid, but people are always a top 10 safety. I don't see that. There are plays that I've shown Kyle and you've seen them too. He's getting beat. The ball is just not getting thrown because there's other guys because they have Bless Austin there and they just throw it to Bless Austin's side. So I, I think he's good, I, but $13, $14 million. I think I'm, the 12 was the highest I'm willing to go. You give him a, a three-year contract, you know, $36 million, $24 million guaranteed, or maybe like 27. So if you cut him, you lose 3 million. 
but I don't want to give him a four-year contract. I don't want to give him a five-year contract. He's 28 years old. 12 million is the highest I'm willing to go. Marcus May is good. Do you, now, do you think it's, it's going to happen or do you think it's not going to happen? Mm, I feel like it is going to happen because Salah talked him up a lot. It seems like Salah is really high on him. So uh, my guess is that – and and usually these things do get settled, like right around the franchise tag deadline. Sometimes it looks like it won't happen, and then it does. But we haven't heard a lot from Marcus's side. and I don't think it's going to happen. You, I, if I remember correctly, his agent was talking shit on Twitter like many months ago, right? Uh, I'm dude, I'm not, I'm not and saying that, like that this, that his, his client was being undervalued or yes, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah. So maybe it won't, but I, I, I feel like it will. And I feel like Salah is going to be the factor that makes that happen. Somebody said, and, and but I won't be shocked if it doesn't. And brick coach brick was talking about like his, his value to the team and stuff. So I, I think it could happen. I'm just not, I just think Joe Douglas is not a guy to, to, to budge. I, I just really, I don't, I don't see him budging. Um, Someone mentioned that that's a really good point in terms of, I think, the, the teacher versus, like, comparison in terms of, like, are you going to go to your principal or your other teacher? And your jobs, too. Like, whether you're uh, a, a waiter, a gas attendant, like, whatever you do, you know, you're you, whatever. You go to people who are equal level before you go to the boss. Can so we, I let's, let's elaborate on that more since people think it's a good point. Go ahead. If, if I were to go to my principal and let's say, let's say my principal doesn't really know much about history teaching because – she herself was not a history teacher and I'm saying I'm really struggling and I don't know how to teach this concept or this lesson or this time period or whatever that would kind of like, first of all, she might not be able to help me that much, but you also, because they're on like a higher level than you, they're not one of your peers, so to speak. It's also kind of showing them that you maybe aren't, don't know how to do your job properly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And whereas if you go to a fellow peer who's in the trenches, so to speak, who's also you, struggled with what you're struggling with instead of like, yeah, it, it's, a lot more, it's a lot more comfortable yes. is, is the point that I'm trying to emphasize here. So so Zach will be a lot more comfortable to go to a fellow quarterback than he might be to a coach, which he, you also want him to be comfortable with a coach, too. But it's just natural. It's not the same. It's natural. It's just not the same. So and, and, and that's, you know you do want to be comfortable going to your coaches, obviously, but again, it's just, it's just different when you have a guy who's a peer, who's, who's your friend, you know, I just, um, somebody asked about, can you see them playing ham at safety in terms of Hamsa? Yes. I think he's versatile enough to drop into some deep zones where Sherwood is not. So he has a lot more versatility to me, even though I think he will be primarily in, in the box. Uh, Jay, you said great content. Go, uh, guys, go jets. You haven't been here the whole time. Jay, you gotta, you gotta watch it again. I, I haven't seen you. Uh, let's see, Joe, arrest them all for illegal use. I don't know if they're shooting up into the air or not. I can't tell. And I'm not arresting people for fireworks. It's, it's 4th of July weekend. Um, yeah, you don't arrest people for that anyway, <laughs> unless it's like a whole different discussion. Uh, uh, four, yeah. Somebody said I would give him an average of 14 a year. And no, Marcus is not worth $14 million a year. It's just, he's solid. He's not great. He's just not, um, isn't the only safety getting that is Jackson, right? Eddie Jackson. I think he's the only one who's getting around Mike, that money. Mike just said, damn, I just realized, I just realized if you're related to the other bloats in this area, that's, that's pretty wild. I'm, you got to tell me who you know, what other, what other bloats, you know, that might be a problem. I have, dude, listen, 
and I'm not going to get into it, like who if Sue, but I have some, I have some aunts and uncles who are heroin and coke addicts. So I hope you know the right person. You know, um, yeah, didn't Sam just said that Ashton is a ball hawk for safety? Not so sure about that. Yeah, he's much more reactionary. You know, he, he has a speed to be ball hawk, but that there's a lot more than just speed that comes to the ball hawk. Two more topics, we'll go through it quickly. Um, we'll hit it. Nine oh nine. I'll ask you. Uh, back to the injuries, how concerning are they? Do you not, or, or, or are they not like, what's your level of concern? If you had, oh, to put I, a... I am actually concerned about this. It's just, mm-hmm. it's one little thing after the another. And, and he's young, you get older, naturally you start to get more injuries. If he's having these kind of recurring injuries now at a young age, that's, and, and let me just say this too. Like, like my older brother, like, you know, he, one of the things he was, he like, he liked Beckton's tape and he was saying like, you know, he's a big dude. And he was bringing up some other, like my brother's really good with like history of the NFL and different, like he'll, he'll remember players that played on this team and what college they went to from like 10, 20 years ago. And like, he'll mention like these other big players and stuff. And like, yeah, like, you know, they usually don't have the longest careers and stuff. And that, that's one thing to be concerned with. And he wasn't, he wasn't even trying to talk shit. I was like, yeah, I think you're right. And at this point, Beckton hadn't even had these injuries. Like we weren't talking about injuries that he had when he was in college. But once he got in the NFL, he started to have them. So it's those like, shoulders, you know, when he's that heavy, those those shoulders just really get injured all the time. Who said that? I don't know. Somebody's like, "Oh, dude, that that all that weight on those shoulders." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, and then people <laughs> repeated. I'm like, "What are you talking about? Shoulders?" Yeah, that that's that's a weird one. Now you got to be concerned with the lower body stuff. Um, <laughs> Hold on, can I address this really quickly? I'm sorry to go back to Mike. Lisa is my aunt. And you kind of know an officer blew it a few towns over to one. That's either me or my dad. <laughs> so you, you know us. Uh, that's, that is hilarious. Um, that's funny. It's just weird. It, hey, it's dude. I was, I told you, all right. Your dad's retired you. though, right? Yeah. He's been retired for years. Um, it's just, it's just funny that, uh, I, I was actually like a devil's game. I was like, blew it. Joe was like, what's up, brother? Like, it's just, it's just cool. I, I like, I like meeting some guys. Listen, if you guys want to come to a tailgate, let me know. If you don't have a place to tailgate, J1. So you're uh, saying that people Jets that bus. you never, you're saying that people you never met in person before are recognizing you from that, yeah, that the online stuff. It's cool, I, dude. It's really wow. cool. It, it's, it's pretty humbling. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the, that's an off story thing, but like he, yeah, it's, it's not, that's, that's an off air type thing. Um, my mom watched Lisa's kids. For, yeah. Okay. So, some people, some people have like either messaged me and be like, Oh, I recognize at a game. I didn't walk up or like, I, like I said, I was at a devil's game. I was hammered. And somebody walked up to me like, they were like, we're, we're at, we're on the channel. If he's listening right now, I forget, I'm sorry. I forget your name. I know he said he watches. I forget. Sorry. Uh, he was like staring at me like oddly. I'm like, does this kid like want to fight? Like, like what, like what is going on? Like, I really like jumped. Cause it was like me and my friend were like six kids. I was like, Oh shit. Like something's about to happen right here. Cause like, we're in, like Ranger jerseys, whatever. And he walks up like, yo, what's up, bro? I love the live streams. I'm like, cool bro <laughs> like it was it was just odd. this was but, uh, this past year this was like the last uh, devil's rangers remember they played like the last time they played yeah that's funny he, i think he mentioned your name too he said with kyle like he loves the live stream with kyle so that's it was pretty cool you know like and uh i was i was gonna talk about this recently um i wanted to bring it up like somebody just said they've been watching for a year like i, I wonder who's in the chat who's been watching since jet nation with me and brandon dowling <laughs> like is there anybody left uh. um but sorry. Where is Brandon Dowling? Is is he I still? Have no, I have no idea. I, I listen. No disrespect, but we talked about like the top like five players on the roster. It would be like this year. It'd be like I, I don't know. We talked about like Geno Smith, and I think that's about it <laughs> for like every show. I, was like, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. And then Jet Nation, Love Phil, 
Um, and that I just want to get deeper into film and then it was TOJ and that's another off air discussion. <laughs> and then, uh, Jet X is where I belong. So, okay. Moving on, uh, to, I'm uh, sorry, that got into something different, but back to the injuries. I know you said that you, and I interrupted you, so I don't, you didn't finish your thought. And some people will say in the chat after this, that I interrupted too much, which happened. Yeah. Thanks Mike. <laughs> Just kidding, Mike. Uh, that was, that's yeah, funny. No, no, that stuff's cool. Um, yeah. So we were talking about Beckton and his injuries. Like when my brother said that, I was like, yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from. And yeah, bigger dudes are more susceptible to injuries and stuff. And, and tech usually like guys that big don't have really, really, really long careers. Like even like Ogden, like he didn't play super long. Like, like right now, if you could take Orlando Beckton Pace, being very good until 30, you'd take it. Yeah. Like it, it's going to be hard to see Beckton being good at 35. I, I'm having a very tough time seeing that. But now once the injuries actually started to come, you have to be concerned. If you're not concerned, I think you're just uh, – It's it's you trying to twist it because you're a fan. You know, like now is it like a high level of concern? Not necessarily, but – Yeah, I thank God they're not major injuries. I think because of Beckton being on the roster, you have to really be aware of who your backup tackle is. Yeah, because if, like if he's missing three, four games a year, that, yeah. that's big. That's big. You know? it, it is. And listen, like your knees, your ankles, your joints and your lower body holding 370 pounds. It's, it's concerning. And the fact that he's already having some questions about what he eats and all this stuff. And I know, I know that thing came out where like he was yoked up the other day, um, which we put out a video on like fantastic, but still, he's still 360 pounds, you know? Um, so it, it is slightly concerning mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but moving on, do you want to end it or do you want to do a really, really quick lightning? Not, not, not lightning, but 15 minutes max oh, yeah, we can do that. schedule prediction at the end of the stream. Or do you want to save it for next, next stream with, with the up to you. stuff? Up no, it's to up to you. you. I asked you. Um, what, what do you, th- I mean, do you think that we're going to have a tough time fitting that in with all the topics next time or what? Let's see. Let, let's talk about the next, let's talk about the next show. You guys, you guys tell us, you want us to hold it to next time or, or not next year. We have, all the stat predictions, who's going to lead in certain stat predictions, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, MVP, team captains. We have the funniest kind of team, the fastest kind of team, the slowest, the, the most soft, the, the hardest, funnest, the hardest, um, overrated, uh, underrated. We have a bunch of stuff. Do you want us to hold the I, – I think we should – I don't know. Let's see. Well, I've been procrastinating for the last year. Guess I got to get – uh, I gotta get that Jedex description now. Well, you guys that are support, yes, you you should you should do that. Um, Thanks, Mike. I say we I say we hold it. Maybe maybe we hold it to the next stream. Okay. That's Is there anything cool. else you want to hit on? Back to the injuries. I interrupted you. Um, uh, I'm just surprised that the guy in the, the chat knows my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Stephen Angle um, says, "Do it now." If if we get three well, more, do it now. So do it now. I'll give you two minutes. This is up to you, um, but like there was like a couple play, but we kind of did talk about Coleman a little bit, and there was like a couple guys that we didn't like really elaborate on a lot, but it's it's no big deal, I don't think. I'm waiting. I'm waiting three more minutes for three more yeses. So if you uh, go go ahead and who you want to elaborate on a little bit, we have another couple minutes. Um, I didn't see. You know, honestly, I was watching Neesman's film this morning. Jag, yeah, That's- Jag. That's the word but, that came to mind. He's a willing tackler. He's a decent athlete, but you know nothing super impressive about him. No, I, yeah, I, I feel like that was one I went into. And I wanted to be positive on, but when I watched him, 
you, you were super unenthused or you just really wanted I think you had people coming over or something. You were oh, trying you to know, finish no, it. You know what that was? That was like my, my, I think like, no, there's like a delivery. Something was happening that day. And I remember being like, I should just delete that show. Cause I remember watching it. Like, eh. <laughs> you and you're like, I know it's not the best, but you know, yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted to get through it. That was one of like, I was not excited to do an easement review. Yeah, I, I hear you. But you still okay. did it though. 47 minutes or whatever it was. So we got um, Angles that do it now. AJ Miller now. Sneakers or Books now. Yosh now. Frank now. Alex, yes. Okay, all so right, we're doing all it. Right, so I guess we're going to do it. Let me say something about Rasheed Jr. first. You hate uh, him. Quentin Williams is he's, he's on the same level as Quentin Williams. They should both get cut. As I wrote down, I don't think he makes the team unless you want an Aaron Maben type of player on your team. You know, Aaron Maben in that one year for the Jets was not that like, bad. Like honestly, like other than Lawson, he's probably the best bender on the team. But that's all I can maybe say, just because the Jets don't really have much benders off the edge. He's weird. He's a, he's a weird case where his bend. And it's, and it's like, sometimes it's so hard to explain it in, in, in videos and uh, we're doing it now people. Um, it's so, and then there's some, some like times where I struggle to explain things. I try to say in the most like humble way, it just comes with the years of watching guys. And it kind of is hard to articulate. He has upper body like flexibility, but in terms of like lower body bend, I don't, yeah. I don't see it with Rashid. He's um, a weird player. He's sure. weird with that, but it's hard to like explain exactly. Like I, I try to explain exactly what I'm looking for and stuff. Like how many times I've explained the insteps and why it's, it's better than the natural lover point of your knee. <laughs> like so many, so many things like that. But um, let's get into the sure schedule. We'll do it, we'll do it pretty quickly. We need it, Ben. Dude, I, and I, I do appreciate you guys. You guys are great in terms of like the, the people who like legitimately support. Uh, I remember when I proposed to, at that time, my girlfriend, now, now fiance, now wife, um, People are like, oh, look at the knee bend on that proposal. And then, like, once I got married, like, people were great in terms of congratulating you. So, uh, congratulating me. So, I appreciate you guys. Uh, but now we have another bend guy. I've always been the ankle flexibility. Like, oh, look at that ankle flexion, dude. Great. <laughs> so, let's see this, this, this schedule. Okay. Preseason? We're doing preseason? We're doing preseason. Why would we do preseason? Because it's my show. Giants. Do you think they win? Dumb I think idea, they win. but okay. They got better. You know, they got better depth than, the, than them. The Packers, they lose. The Eagles, they win. Okay, so we're going to go 2-1 in the preseason. You agree with that? Cool. Uh, um, okay. Next, <laughs> Panthers, week one. We will both be there. And the, I know uh, Kyle's going to be my tailgate, and he's going to get to see a different side of me. Yeah. Win. Dub. Come on, we're going against Sam Darnold. Come I agree. On, we're and, it's, and, it's, and with me, with this one, we'll go, through, we'll, we'll go pretty quickly. Um the Panthers offensive line versus Jets defensive line. I just, I don't see how the Panthers can be very productive, especially with Donald who's skittish in the pocket. They have no, like their offensive line is garbage minus their right tackle Moten. So yeah. I, I just can't see him handling Lawson and Q and all those guys. I, I just can't. Um, yeah. should, should I write? I should, I should. I don't write. think they're very talented in general. It's really the, the only thing I'm worried about in their offense is McCaffrey out of the backfield. Who's in a match. He's a running back. Him. He's a running back. And then I'm worried about, you know, obviously, you know, more and, uh, and, and Anderson, but I don't think that Donald's enough time to hit Anderson deep and he, and either way, his deep ball sucks and who yeah. like, their defense is okay with like, you know, burns and some guys, but like their secondary, their safeties, their linebackers, they, they just like, draft. Um, what's his face had a pretty good, the defensive lineman that they drafted from Auburn. He had a pretty good year last year. He was a rookie. It's pretty good rookie year. And they just drafted, um, yeah. But you weren't you weren't super high in the corner they took, right? Um, 
why am I forgetting his name? The son of the son of the receiver from the um, from Horn? the Saints for many years. Yeah, Horn. I don't think I ever said that. I, I, I didn't oh, really? watch him enough. I, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't watch him Sorry. enough to know. That. Maybe yeah. I'm confusing you. Yeah, Sorry. you're putting words in my mouth. It's okay. Um, so okay, we well, did the same thing with me with Quentin Williams. So now we're even. It's not my fault. You're, you know, a hater. Uh, so week two also both be there. Absolutely. How has Wilson looked? Um, so with this again. Don't come to the tailgate, come to the tailgate. If you're thinking about coming to a game, just don't be weird. If you're coming to a game and uh, and you don't have anybody else to go with you, if you want to come to a tailgate, hit me up. I'm completely fine with chilling with Jets fans. Uh, so Patriots, week two. Home opener. Uh, they're they're one and oh. They're still the Cam Newton Patriots. I'm going dumb. I think they're gonna win. I'm going dub week two, too. I, I just I, – I think this is more of like – and I think a lot of people are kind of overconfident with some of the stuff in terms of the division with the Jets. Like, oh, they're going to sweep the Dolphins. Let's pump the brakes. But the Pats, I just can't see us losing at home and away to them because if we're you know maybe we're on the same page, maybe we're not. But uh, the away, I'm not as confident the Jets in, in years, the Jets have played way better at home than away versus the Patriots. I, the energy in that stadium, if we win week one against Donald and then come back with the Pats, wild. It's it's going to be wild. Listen, if you go to a game and you're one of those people who sit behind me on their phone and then ask me to sit down, I hate you and I hate everything about you. I hate those people. There's I can't plenty stand time. those either. Dude, I've, got, I've gone to games and I've had season tickets for seven, eight years. Like, oh, can you sit down? I'm like, unless you're like a wheelchair no. person, like if you're in a wheelchair or okay. you're, you're like, <laughs> we took it to a whole new level. The fact that you're a lazy asshole and you want to sit, you want to sit and watch the game from you being on Twitter and Instagram, you should be at home, be at home yeah, in front of your big home. HDTV. Like, you're not going to cheer of, if you're going to sit on your phone, be at home. That's I hate part it. of the going to the stadium is yes. being a part of the home field advantage. I went to Buffalo Bills games, the Buffalo Bills game in, in, in 2015 when they were going to make the playoffs, they stood the entire time. Stand up, stop it with vaginas. Stop. I would have. Dude, I stand, so I stand while watching games at home. I can't. Yeah, yeah. Same. I, yes, 100%. Um, Denver Broncos, week three. At the Denver Broncos. At Denver makes it harder. That's a tough place to play, and the Jets don't play very well there. Historically. Um, but what's his face sucks. I'm, I'm going to say win. I'm going win. He sucks. <laughs> Their am. quarterback blows. Okay. Tennessee Titans week four. I'm going L. Us. They got to take it. They got to take an L soon at, at this point. They won three games. All of them are going to be questionable. There's going to be some games later. You're going to be like, oh, they shouldn't lose to those. But I, you got to give them a game a year where they're going to lose. That's a kind of questionable. At Atlanta Falcons, which is in London. Win. Same. So we both have the Jets right now at four and one. Jets, Jets remain undefeated in London. Um, at Patriots. Long going loss. Okay, you're going loss. I just, I, I just can't. You're keeping, you're keeping track of the win loss record, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am, okay. sir. Um, which we are both on par right now. So, week eight, Bengals win. Which, sorry, seven, seven. They had, or sorry, no, six. They had a buy. Six they had a buy. So I should put that seven loss mm-hmm. loss. Uh, week eight, win. 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 Bengals. What you know. I just don't see their offense. Their line. coach is bad. You know, listen, if he they drafted, got fired. if they drafted Sewell over Chase, there'd be more of a discussion here. But you know, yeah, I don't know about that one. There are people who rather draft Chase than, than Sewell. 
Um, the next week, week nine, loss at the Colts. I agree. And again, we've already given the Broncos the Patriots. You can argue either way with those. So some of these I'll be a little bit more cautious on. Buffalo Bills at home. Loss. Week 10. I agree. Uh, loss, loss. Miami Dolphins at home. Week 11. I'm going to win. We better be. Yeah, we got to beat these <laughs> at least once. Yeah, yeah. win. We're going to say. Inappropriate word. Okay. Um. You know, I realized you were you were censoring yourself on one of your shows, and I was like, man, I should probably clean up my language. If I Joe's censor sens- my shows because we're uh, listen. I'm not I'm not going to be overly sensitive to people. Not not even kids. Well, some kids, but there are people who in 2021 are extremely soft. There's a college out there who you can't say walk in anymore. They they want to change walk in because but, walk because because saying walk in is offensive to people who don't have legs, and now they they suggest something else ridiculous get get over yourselves a bunch of freaking soft ass i don't i don't care uh moving on uh, texans i both win. put it down for us win, oh, win. the worst in the nfl yeah eagles win win <laughs> saints mm. this is the mm. random game where i'll give them a loss because i we gave them a, we gave them a lot of wins at this point but i can they see still them have a solid team they still have a solid team all around yeah, yeah, I, I can see them easily winning this game, but we've given them a lot of wins in those like more iffy games where we haven't really given them that like surprising loss yet. Loss in Miami. Loss in Miami. Um, have you and I agreed on every one? I think we yeah. have. Oh, Saints fifteen. Hold on, I I, I missed. Okay, so so L. Yeah, we we've agreed on every one. Sorry if you're offended by me saying people are soft, but it is what it is. Uh, sixteen Jaguars. Uh, win, win, <laughs> win. I, I don't week 17 bucks. Now, this is obviously a discussion on, okay, well, are the bucks resting their players? Assuming they're healthy. It's a loss to me. Probably not though, because it's not, it's still the second to last week, not the last week. Yeah. So last week of the season bills away. I'll give them a loss. Assuming, assuming they're actually playing dude, the bills, they played their Miami was trying to get in the playoffs this year mm-hmm. and the bills throttled them. In Buffalo, in the final week of the, they played hard. They didn't want Miami to make the playoffs. <laughs> Somebody said Teddy WW three. They didn't say this in, in their in their thing. He said he said sign in offense offense to no hands. That's great, but yeah, that that's where we're at in, in our country right now. Jets Lost will not those. beat the Eagles. No shot. Somebody Who said, said that? Based on what? <laughs> Based on what? Uh, Must be an Eagles fan. Yeah, the Eagles are stacked. Um, yeah. So, dude, dude, if you're an Eagles fan, you couldn't get anyone to take that job. Get nobody wanted, nobody yeah. wanted that job. Yeah, they, their their quarterback is not good. Running back not good. Receivers okay. They have they have they have Smith. Offensive line old and not that good anymore. Tight end I like Goddard. Uh, defensive I like, I like the defensive line. Linebackers who do you have? Corners who do you have? Safeties who do you have? But we agree. I think you on, meant to say Ertz. You like Ertz. No, Goddard. You like Goddard better than Ertz? I think Ertz is getting traded. Yeah, Goddard's good. I like Goddard when I watch him. Okay. Um, so, with that being said, count this because I'm not going to be able to count it. Uh, well, have, go back from we, the beginning, we, then. We, well, that's, yeah, that's how you – yeah, that's – assume else? how you count. Oh, I'm, I'm on YouTube. Sorry. I keep looking <laughs> at the delayed screen. <laughs> no, no. So, I have it written down. So, we have 
we agreed on every game, which is stupid, but one and oh, two and oh, three and oh, three and one, four and one, four and two, five and two, five and three, five and four, three wins in a row. So eight and four, two L's in a row, uh, which is eight and six, one W. So we, we have met nine and eight, both of us. Nine and eight. And but with an eight and four start, how about that? And your guy the other day, which I can pull up proof of. It doesn't Who's my guy? Me. Oh. <laughs> Who's my guy? Um, the other day, I put. I'll, I'll pull it up just for just to be uh, just to kind of put my, my money where my mouth is. Um, I after the Jets signed Moses, I, I went to DraftKings and I said, "What is the Jets over under right now? Six and a half." I was like, "That's easy money." Six and a half. I was like, "Okay." So I put, is it, can you see? Uh, yeah, I can see it. I don't know if you could see it. Barely, but I could see it. Yeah, I, I put, I put 250 on the Jets to win over that for, for, uh, what is it? So if they do. for 530. Okay. So you get 530 if they win? Yeah. So really I'm making, I'm making, uh, $280. Gotcha. So, and then I also put. Zach Wilson, rookie of the year, thirty-seven dollars for two ninety-six. Why not? Um, that is it. Is there anything else in the chat? I didn't. I didn't look. My phone is closed. Um, anything else you want to hit on? It's nine thirty. So, no, nah, we're good. Three and a half hours. That was solid. Is healthy. When healthy, Eagles offensive line and defensive line is top five. You are an Eagles fan, my friend. Definitely an Eagles fan. I mean, their center is good. Kelsey, but he's old. Lane Johnson's always hurt. Peters is is like thirty nine years old. Is he even still on the team? Yeah. Did they resign uh, him? Who Dillard? Does Dillard? Dude, but that guard is good. Brooks, point. Brooks, but and Brooks, he was injured last year. He didn't play all last year. Yeah, and, and old, old, injured, 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 and underperforming young guy. It's not put it this way. That Eagles line you compare him now to like two, three years ago, Super Bowl team. It's no comparison. They, they, I think I think they'd be lucky to be not not lucky, but average is is. I think a lot of Eagles fans would sign up for that right now. And defensive line because because of who? Because you have Cox and and who else who's great on that team? Fifty five Graham is that Graham? Who's fifty five? Whoever whoever that Brand, is, is. Yeah, solid. Brandon Graham. He's a solid player. But, he's but then other than that, who who else? You know, like like, like Brandon Graham's played like a solid like ten something years in the league or whatever. Yeah. Where are you making those bets, uh, Verge? It's it's uh, DraftKings. I might have changed it by now. But um, Kyle, appreciate you. Uh, the listeners, the there's 130-something in here at one point. We'll keep building up. 86 in here now. Appreciate you. Um, Hargrove. Okay. Uh, defensive lineman, I think they're talking about. Yeah, it's a stud. <laughs> so um, any, any last words? Again, July... Oh, Josh Sweat. Yeah, he's good. Okay, so moving, moving. I think you're confusing him with Montez Sweat. No, no, Josh Sweat's okay. There's Josh Sweat and Montez Sweat, but still, um, Bram is old. Josh Sweat is. I think he's like a freaky dude who tested really well. That never really. But like other than like production and stuff like that, like he hasn't been yeah. there. Um, next show is going to be superlatives, stats predictions, and that's going to take up a lot of the show um kyle any last words and like i said we'll be back in two weeks and then the first monday of august we'll be doing the 53-man roster prediction so it was fun get your jedx subscription if you really 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 like listen i wanted to talk more about like specifics of players and kind of 
but Joe was like, Hey, listen, we got a bunch of other topics and stuff, which is nine 30, which, which is good for him because hours. if it was, I would have, you know, the show would have been 9 billion hours. So good job for Joe with hosting, but there is a place where you can get all that in-depth information. Just get your jet ups, jet X subscription. And you could see Joe really go into details with these players. So there's a time and place for all that. So yeah, that's the only thing I got to say. Like we've said, um, this is this is the more generic live stream that we do, where we try to not be like everybody else that does it, but like that's kind of what it is. It's just a generic talking about guys. Like, oh, look at that nice catch type stuff. But we try to bring it in with film. But uh, again, with the Moses stuff, it's a two hour film review. So if you want to, we talk about leverage and hand placement and how many different tech technical stuff, Kyle, you know, like it's, it's, it's out there. So um, this is not what we are. We're not a live stream type stuff. We do it once a month to interact with you guys more and discuss this stuff. Um, but fun. the the main part of it is, is the film and breaking down routes and releases and, you know, like how many people in here, you know, stair step technique, like, what is that? How many other streams can tell you that I'm going to guess maybe one or two other ones that are just fans, you know? So um, appreciate it like the stream, subscribe. A couple of the guys today subscribed after the show. So 